but there's there's a sci-fi author who decided essentially that we need to start writing more hopeful stories because all the shit that are, people are taking from and like we keep we keep giving them ideas for dystopian futures and it's like yeah. we kind of need to stop that shit <laughs> like quit giving them ideas. so so there's like a small movement <laughs> with uh, within like sci-fi and and comic book writers to like yeah have like emotional depth and deeper stories but ultimately end on like hope and good notes and you know like inspire people and it it's been a long time rewiring my brain because i'm very very cynical as a person we've had conversations off stream and stuff like that like i'm you know i i i have to consciously consciously try to be a positive individual and and hopeful and stuff like that because i mean i didn't get to where i got to in life by any like I mean, everyone has their 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 wars, but like the the trauma and the stuff I went through to like where I ended up, sarcasm and cynicism were my defense mechanisms, and they ran really deep. And I think, in a sense, all millennials right now e- exist in that space. You know, you, yeah, you have a whole generation of kids with the worst upward mobility we've ever seen as a as a society. Like as like uh, you know, in terms of America, and it it goes global too. Like upward mobility, uh, wealth gaps, things like that. Like you know, not to mention like how student loan debt debt. And I don't want to get political with it or anything like that because you know who you blame. I think is really more like what shows your political leanings. It's it's you know who you who you would blame for it. But like it is a fact that it's gotten worse. It's yeah, that we're just shoveling debt onto people. The reality of owning houses seems unreachable and certainly the ability to work at burger king to actually pay your tuition is just gone you can't do that like no oh god like no. <laughs> and so we have this whole generation of people who just like gen x were already like kind of checked out like they were they were too cool <laughs> for the world you know so gen x was too cool like they already checked out they're busy like making shit like the terminator and uh like really awesome like the, the cool bedrock sci-fi stuff um I'm getting to a point. I got a point here. And, I'm, I'm uh, waiting. <laughs> and uh, you had these, like, sort of checked out, you know, Gen Xers, which, you know, if I put on my tinfoil cap, I'd say that's part of the reason boomers were so are so entrenched in our power structures. Because Gen X just said nothing matters and they checked out. And millennials got deadlocked into a position where they can't do anything, or they feel like they can't do anything, despite trying. And, uh, you know, and we keep, we keep going. And so now you have this generation of people, like, rather than, you know, you have this generation of people who are very, very sardonic, sarcastic, it's become our defense mechanism, it's in our DNA, but now we're looking to our art, and our stories, and stuff like that, and, you know, we're, we're telling stories that are starting to be more hopeful, you know, I, I think the difference between, like, Age of Sigmar Warhammer Fantasy Battle is the eras they were made in. Now, by no means is it like all roses in 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 Age of Sigmar. No, I think we're definitely going to get to that when we talk about the Broken Realms tonight. Um, it doesn't feel like the meteor has been summoned in Final Fantasy in you know the Act Two of Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. The meteor's yeah. just hanging in the sky, and you just see it, and you're like, "Well, we're fucked." Like <laughs> Age of Sigmar doesn't have that that feeling so much, like. You gotta have tension. You gotta have, you know, you gotta have that moment where, 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 you know, 
you know, on Frodo's quest to deliver the ring to Mount Doom, the the light seems to be going out, you know, before the flashback of of the, the most inspiring speech ever <laughs> from, you know, you know, I wish the ring had never come to me, you know, so do all who live yeah. to see such dark times. Like you got to have that moment, but then it uh, ends on the positive thing, or 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 you think that there's still opportunities for success, and and I think that our media, the the sort of sardonic you know, way too cool for you. Gen X attitude is giving away a little bit to like, now we're seeing stuff like Kipo um, and age of the wonder beast. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, it is fantastic. I haven't. Um, it is at, like, this is, this is animation at its finest. It's, um, it's a post-apocalypse setting. And so you're like, okay, it's gonna be fucking hunger games and shit. Like, and uh, <laughs> it's got gigantic beasts. So I don't know what else you want. And I'm kind of already sold. Like humanity, <laughs> yeah, humanity has basically like retreated into like you know Vault seventy six, you know, and uh, Kipo. Uh-huh. There's like a collapse in one of the tunnels, and she sort of gets rocketed out into the like overworld to see that the wor- overworld is like very scary, and like animals have totally ta- like one mutants have totally taken over and stuff. But then like un- this is where like the the series kind of takes its turn takes a turn from like Fallout or these other things with like rad beetles and shit like that. She goes around befriending them all. It's amazing. <laughs> like, like they even well, man. <laughs> like season three. They're like they call attention to her, and she's like, uh, like she's trying to befriend like the really bad guy, and they're like, you don't have to befriend everybody. <laughs> like, um, so so there's um like I, you know and and uh, Dragon Prince or even Avatar, which is you know much earlier on in the, in the, in this yeah. where where like Zuko has this amazing redemption arc going from like enemy constantly pursuing the avatar to like becoming by the end of it, like a good guy. Like we're seeing a lot of media where like of redeeming bad guys and hope and stuff like that, like undertale in, in, in the video game genres, like, and again, age of Sigmar for me and with all art, you can always read whatever you want into it. But for me, when I, what I read into age of Sigmar is like a thread of hope. I know I side with the bad guys and stuff like that, but, like, <laughs> if Nagash wins, the setting sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's super yeah. metal and, like, it's Bone Planet, then, and then I start writing Twilight Zone-esque, uh, you know, fanfic <laughs> called, the bone, called the Bone Zone or Bone Planet. But, but as a game... Oh, no stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I see Chat Gang showing up here. Uh, w Soren saying good evening from Texas with the uh, tier three sub for twenty years straight Jeez. friendship. Time has flown. <laughs> I know, I know. Whew. How's it going, Snitbag? Leo, my friend, Rocco, your boy in the house. You love to see it. Your boy, kicker. Babby Soren kicker. is sewing. Right on. <laughs> and uh, kicker says, I truly appreciate Mars's couch. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. I, I I like the art. Like speaking of like hope and and, and, oh, yeah. and the future, big fan of the art. And then Hotspur subbing for twelve years of friendship, and also Ooh. dropping a thousand RDP to remind everyone that Chat Gang ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh, oh, you f- know what I should have done? Didn't even think of this. <laughs> <Should've>... <laughs> put your, yeah, just brag a little bit. Yeah. Your is is this where I'm <clears throat> supposed to put my Curse City box over here? Like, oh, oh! You want me? I got two more Curse City boxes. Should I put them up here, or is I, that too much? I, I don't want like an avalanche to like engulf <laughs> you, and then like we don't have a show anymore. Um, the flea, how's it going? 
Uh, what are we talking about? What we will be talking about tonight is uh, Broken Realms, uh, for the most part, and sort of uh, last episode of Rantcast, we did like sort of mechanical predictions, what we foresee in AOS 3.0. We're gonna we're gonna put on our tinfoil hats and talk a little bit about narrative, where we think it's going, and and what we'd like to see uh, in in AOS 3.0, narratively speaking. And with that, I am, of course, the Magical Mr. Mephisto, the most dangerous man in Age of Sigmar. Uh, this is episode 92 of AOS Rantcast, and tonight I am joined by, off of the chat gang bench, Takeover Mars. How's it going, my friend? Don't hold your applause. Keep clapping. I love it. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much the... Going. <laughs> Pretty much the the Slaneshi laureate, the uh, the major domo of 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 excess. I'm just <laughs> dripping in it. I love it. <laughs> and uh, and uh. I'm just gonna say off the off the bat, um, uh, you know, I I tend to do a lot of like s- sort of spectrum of coverage. Uh, Takeover Mars, you've been you've been your YouTube channel's been going strong now for what like two months about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going strong is a very loose definition of it, but yeah, it's it's been going there. I've uh, between school and kids, I, I record a video whenever I can. Um, I'm going to have to change up the format. I'm with GW releasing stuff so fast. I couldn't even get through half of Techless before Bellacore is up for pre-order. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> well, I, I mean, my, uh, you know, it sounds like you're, you're trying to eat the elephant right now. And how do we eat the elephant, everybody? One bite at a time. So just, you know, if you break it down into shorter clips, you don't need to get through everything, you know, like jumping around a little bit. So that'd be my advice that you didn't solicit or ask for. Um, but, you know. That's uh, the best type of advice, yeah. unsolicited. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the absolute best where you you have tons of hubris and just tell people your opinion without them asking. <laughs> Blend the elephant. Well, how else are they going to find out about <laughs> Then <laughs> you don't even have to bite it; you just drink it. Yeah, it's there you good. Go. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a smoothie. It's all the protein. Yeah. yeah. Throw a little peanuts After. in it. Yeah. Oh, that just for the irony. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've been you've been doing narrative stuff for a little bit. You've been kind of you actually yeah. like sort of do read throughs of uh, like uh, through like you do some read throughs of of the various stories. You had some really awesome death ones, which I appreciate. So thank you for that. Uh, it, well, I want to say it's just for you, but it's also for Kelly, who would only listen to my channel if I put some flesh eaters on there. And <laughs> see, that was the that was the way to bridge that gap. Clearly, she has great taste. Death, you like? I don't need yeah, to go I on. Mean, like, <laughs> you can though, please. <laughs> Especially if you keep talking about me, I like that. I I like that. Like you, you like as Slanesh has become like more prominent and i really think that like the human slanesh the the mortal slanesh is just a great thing for the game and as they become more prominent you've become more slanesh like <laughs> well it's it's funny that uh like as i as i talked about before when you had me on here uh i didn't always like slanesh i was always like corn's cool because it's red and that's my favorite color and just anger angsty teen right but looking back like i've always been somebody that should have been like in slanesh because when you don't know me like this this persona i'm giving off is exactly how i act with new people right very <laughs> so right. like what well, the hell's wrong with me slanesh is perfect well there's there's a picture there's there's a picture you shared a little while ago of like you when you were still in the military and you're like lounged out on like yeah. some crates or something <laughs> like that and like that's that's a slanesh pose you know like yeah. corn might have <laughs> been like flexing in front of the crate and you're just like hello <laughs> <laughs> come on in 
yeah. take a seat. Yeah. Enjoy. Can, can I ask? I don't know if I, I asked you last time, and we treat every episode like it's somebody's first episode around here. So, um, what, 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 how did you make the jump to Slamesh? Out of curiosity, I think, I think people would love to know that. Like you said, so, you uh, corn. Yeah, yeah, it was more corn. It, it was really just based off the red and like that sounds good. blood for the blood god. It's a cool saying. You yeah. can't deny that. It's right. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was kind of like when I started diving into the lore about two years ago, I was like, Flanesh has like a lot of doors that are really cool. And I like that whole pride before the fall storyline. And that just fits perfectly with Slanesh. And then the Keeper of Secrets reveal, I just, my jaw dropped. I'm like, that is, I sold off my Daughters of Cain army. I'm like, nope, goodbye. Going towards this. Yeah. I'm just, that that sealed it for me. And then a funny story, when they did the Sigvald release, uh, Kelly, did I, did I or did I not scream like a little girl? She's just said I screamed like a little girl. As soon as Sigvald was there, I was like, oh, uh, it was awful. It was <laughs> Almost, it, my kids still ask me like, "Why were you screaming like a little girl?" I'm like, I, I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. Well, I mean, so that that's gonna be pretty fun because you. you it, I, I think for a lot of people, like something about a models or a mythos is what attracts you initially to the thing, and then like as you find out that like you you find your passion, everything's just sort of like layers and layers, and you just you just get like deeper and deeper 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 into like your love of the thing <laughs> and uh with slanesh it was like you know for me the the piece that's always been missing was like the mortal slanesh like i'm like yeah demons oh, yeah whatever but like you know seeing the keeper of secrets was like this is what slanesh demons kind of should be like yeah daemonettes are, are pretty iconic and like they're that's part of the dna of, of slanesh but but with the with the keeper of secrets as i saw it i'm like this is this is like this alien otherworldly beauty. You know, this is yeah. this is that like this is what I needed to really like tie it all together. And then I don't think it's a co- a coincidence you get the keeper of secrets and we got sort of demon slanesh leading into getting mortals because now yeah. you look at that keeper, you look at the daemonettes and stuff like that and then you look on the other side and you see all the mortal stuff and you're like this all makes sense. Where yeah, for no. me that just hasn't been in fantasy battle. Like, yeah, you could paint up some chaos knights with your like some Slanesh marks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I'm like, those those that's not Slanesh. Like So like I before the Mortals came out, I wanted to play Slanesh Mortals. And that was that was my army with Slaves of Darkness. Just everything was keyword Slanesh, and I didn't give a shit about anything else that had the army had to offer. I'm like, it's only Slanesh. If it doesn't have a Slanesh thing, I really don't care what it does. I went with uh <laughs> Like the sub factions, I didn't really care about. I'm like whatever, whatever is the best for Slanesh at that moment. But as soon as those mortals came out, like people like, oh yeah, you just turn the Chaos Warriors into these new uh, Miramidash. I'm like, no, not even close. They're not, they're not even comparable. Like the Chaos Warriors, the new ones, they look good. Yeah, they look the Miramidash Painbringers, gorgeous. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my favorite. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm. I'm I bought so many boxes. I bought more boxes that even if their points drop, I will have too many. <laughs> you, right. So you bought an excessive amount is what you're saying. Well, yeah. Yeah. More excessive than I thought I would go to. Like, I bought a few boxes. I ordered some. I'm like, you know what? Why not buy a few more? Just just why not? They're there. I might as well just get them. 
Right. They shouldn't just sit on a shelf. They're too good to sit on a shelf. Yeah. No, it's 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 <laughs> interesting like that that passion and that that yeah, I'm sorry. Uh wizardry dropping uh dropping a tier 1 sub for 40 yeah. years of friendship, which would of course be about as long as I've been uh I've been affiliated here. Yeah, I mean, you've been you you damn, in a, you in, got in early. I was one of the fir- when they first did the affiliate program. I was in that first wave before they went away to like the DevCon and then they made affiliate easier. So wow. I like the the hard affiliate mode, uh, and then like and and I'm I'm not one of those people who salty like in my day I had to try hard for affiliate. I don't care. <laughs> like it's uh, you should see the fruits of your labor. Uh, that you're you know like your advertising. You're a boosting the platform for for amazon on twitch like you should you should at least have a couple emojis you know like i i don't i'm not i, I don't like the people who like gatekeep in such a manner like ooh, because it was hard for me to do it it should be it should be impossible for everyone else to do it <laughs> horrible idea <laughs> <laughs> chaos warriors look amazing but pain breakers look slaneshi a good yeah i mean that, that's a it's i a, mean yeah it's all subjective really but and my correct and non-humble opinion the better <laughs> model is the pain bringer right and then uh ham's ham's fan dropping a tier one sub for two years of friendship wonderful Woo! wonderful and uh sjrk dropping a tier one sub for three three years of friendship saying time to drink and then spam in that chat gang emote um which is pertinent i normally don't self uh self honk too much uh you know, my ego pretty much does that for me. I don't have to. But uh, next week, Rantcast is on Friday. You do not want to miss this one. This is DeCantCast. Uh, my alter ego, the the Marquis, will be uh, will be showing up. I'm told um, in full regalia, and there'll be wine tastings and and uh, uh, a comparison between armies and and what their wine pairing would be, as though you were yourself some soul blight uh, nobility. I'm dressing up for it. You won't see me, but I will be dressed up and drinking wine. <laughs> I encourage everyone to to dress up a little bit, you know, even if you, you don't want to buy like three bottles of wine, just have a bottle of wine, you know, from from the little list that's that's available on my Twitter. I'll I'll, I'll uh, re reshare all that stuff, re reshare the uh, the marquee's message to to chat gang. Um so uh, I'm hoping everyone enjoys uh, enjoys that legally and responsibly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And responsibly means just don't be driving yeah. and stay home. Yeah, don't you don't need to win the Darwin Awards. Um, no. Soren, dro- drink excessively. You, <laughs> uh, Soren, dropping five uh, tier one gift subs to the community, uh, bringing his total to bringing the Mad Lads total the three twenty nine. Uh, I'm subs. never gonna catch up. <laughs> I'm so. never gonna catch up. I think he's got like a year head start on you, man. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna have to wait till like Kelly leaves for like the weekend or something and just like that's a few hundred at once is that's, what I'm gonna have to do. That's, that's the only way, way it's gonna happen. Uh, no, I, I just appreciate people watching and, and like, you know, boosting the signal. Like uh that's um you know, that's why like chat gang, like you know, everyone's got their sub club. Like everyone's, yeah. if you're watching your chat gang, like it's, you know, I don't like, oh, welcome to chat gang. When someone likes subs, like you, you're not, you're already welcome in chat gang. Like there's no paywall to be part of chat gang. You show up, you talk, you're chat gang. That's all it takes. 
to be fair, I'm pretty sure with chat gang, if like anybody showed up that wasn't sub, they're getting a sub by the end. <laughs> like you have like a thousand people show up, they're all getting subs by the end of that show. Like it's just gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, must be. Um still not received the Curse City boxes from Mini Stump, but I got a local one just in case for the Rantathon. Right on. And I actually have like a Rantathon prize sitting behind me. Um Vince Ventral actually painted the mountain in <clears> this dice miner box. Uh provided Whoa. by atlas games so that's their deluxe edition uh i've got my copy over there my demo copy for playing and and giving you guys my opinion on it but uh so the rantathon prizes or, or gifts are starting to come in um we gotta we gotta lock down the rant house we gotta we gotta get our get the ball rolling on that so that's july 30th for anyone who's interested in that that'll be again an mha uh, mental health america uh, charity marathon uh, the format will be similar but a little bit different because I've got more people to help me this time so the schadenfreude of just watching me stream for 27 straight hours uh, if that was the appeal before let me know because I'll stream for I'll, like I will it was a pie it was the it, pie it, it, was, it the... was the pie and the tattoo yeah. I think you should do four tattoos live mm, mm-hmm yeah. yeah, and while getting a pie to the face at the same time. Really? No. See, I do have a. T- there will be a pie incentive again. Um, yeah. This it's uh it's going to be uh pie mageddon, uh is the. Oh. <laughs> so there's a there's I'm a new intrigued. pie incentive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing a tattoo again. Uh, I I got a this one will get. Well, uh, I I just got my second vaccine. Vaccine. I am fully vaccinated as of tomorrow. Uh, so I can look into uh, look into a, a shop. My goal is to have the tattoo on wrist prior to the rantathon. So, so uh, I like it. Yeah, like no, uh, no, uh, no charity fraud around these parts. Yeah, I mean, I, I would riot if you don't have that tattoo. No, yeah, then. Rito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Um. Yeah. Correct. Remind me. It's Nagash's face, right, with Nigash spelt underneath. No. No, 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 that's not what we went with. No, it's, it is, it's Nagash's face, a uh, little ribbon, uh, uh, Sean, uh, Sean B, uh, Sean Zor on Twitter, uh, sort of like drew, sketched up the logo and I'm like, that's, that's it. That's the one. Uh, so I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to go down to Milwaukee. There's a couple great uh, tattoo joints in Milwaukee. Uh, basically just see who does, does undead really well. Cause everyone's kind of got their specialty. Um, yeah. and, uh, there's gonna be a ribbon on it with essentially place for three three words or script i'm thinking it could be hand of dust it could be uh you know chat gang forever like you know so this three uh Craig was here what, yeah three words here like you know something like that <laughs> so um uh hand of dust like love you mars Either love you yeah. mars yeah love you yeah. mars um we'll do that if if this if this year bombs, maybe I'll I'll have to like do I'll have to do something extreme for the following year. Um, Snipbag, thank you so much for the biddies. Love the Corgo showing up there. Big fan of Corgis. Uh, SJ Arcade. If you want a break for an hour, we could throw one more AOS uh, blood tasting in there. Yeah. Um. I what's going to happen is I think it's going to be thirty six hours, and uh, I'm going to be there for like. Most of the beginning and most of the end, and I'm going to take like a little six-hour break in the middle, something like that. I think is how we're yeah. doing it. But since it's going to be at a at a venue, um, we'll have other people to like do some stuff. So I, I remember you uh, talking about maybe doing a venue. I didn't realize you settled on a venue this year. I thought you were talking about we're doing a closed a, a closed socially 
safe, people we know and can control, we know are all vaccinated and all safe to be around. It's more of a cabin than a venue. It was just going to be Bryce's house. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh a few extra people want to help and show up, so so yeah. we, we're gonna, you know, we'll go with that. Uh, probably, you know, I'll host it. Like, I'll have people come on. We'll do an interview. You know, every block interview. We'll do stuff like that. We're gonna since we do have a location, we're gonna have actual games of Age of Sigmar that we cut to sometimes, where you can see like some actual Sigmar. Um, but uh, yeah, just just stuff like that. So for this I, I like it i'm all about it yeah and next the, year you have to rent out a whole hotel though well, but well next year we're thinking of making it like like rant resort so like where so we'll, we'll we'll have the the venue and venue it doesn't feel like the right word but next year then we'll make it like a you know this many donation slots and then you get yeah. a ticket and then those people can come that all goes to charity. You come and, and you you can hang out with some some of your favorite content creators for the weekend. Play you know challenge them to war Warhammer and uh, we like the the idea of like a Wisconsin has these like little cabins that you rent out like the little cabin sites and so we're probably gonna keep it a lot keep it small keep it controlled. Um, this is gonna turn into an actual like how all those big events that happen across the country. It's gonna start off small and it's just gonna blow up and you're gonna have a whole. Mephisto fest going I, on you know, in a couple I, years. You know, I, I kind of regret, this is like with PAX, <laughs> like Pen, uh, like uh, Penny Arcade Expo, like they regret yeah. calling it Penny Arcade Expo because what it evolved into was it wasn't Penny Arcade anymore. It became like an indie game celebration and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm going to regret putting my name on stuff after a little bit. Like, <laughs> nah, it's called, You're laying down your legacy. Don't regret it. Own it. Well, I mean, my favorite character is Nay Gash. Am I not making myself immortal in a sense in our reality? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mephisto Fest. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, you might find something better, but name it. But you put your name on it, you own it, and I don't care if it grows beyond whatever it is that you started off with. It's still you forever. Yeah, That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. Who cares uh, if it grows outside your bounds? Wizardry, it's Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> ah yeah <laughs> i like it yeah not bad um drinking chocolate vodka mixed with the vanilla vodka with a splash of coffee creamer decadence Ooh, spicy so there's this beer i don't know the actual name for it i call it werewolf beer and it's amazing it's uh obviously a beer but it has like chocolate coffee and orange in it and it's delicious it has a werewolf on the can from great lakes anybody knows it with the name Beer Wolf, love it. This is uh, this is the look at this can. This that is giant. Yeah, this is uh, this is what I'll be busting out in a in a in a moment. This is uh, uh it's from Minnesota. Uh, this is fresh American cream ale with coffee. It's from a, a Minnesota Ooh. brewery. Um, I uh, of course uh, rant cast didn't run last week. I was at at my grandpa's funeral, as many people know or have learned through Twitter. Um. And, uh, you know, I, whilst in, in uh, Fargo, which for me is an 8.5-hour drive, so I had to track across Wisco, the state I was born in that we don't talk about, because uh, then I think I get deported. I lose my Wisco, Wisco credit, and they, like, throw me out of the state. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it ended up in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, so... Yeah, while I was there, I picked up uh, some some Fargo beer. I picked up uh, some Minnesota beer. I didn't realize that Fargo is 
literally on the border. It's actually, like, smashed together with another city called Moorhead. And they're just, like, you just, you're driving and then you're in Minnesota and you're, like, the landscape doesn't shift. It doesn't change. You're just, it was, it was a little weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I did go see the wood chipper. uh, And I had to let my, my, my Midwest out there a little bit from Fargo, the movie. Excellent movie. Uh, I haven't seen the TV series. I hear that's good too. But uh, but uh, I haven't either. Got my pictures taken with the wood chipper. Uh, important. Yeah, I thought that was pretty important. So we turned a negative into a positive. Uh, you know, I had to go for a funeral, and and we did uh, this sightseeing. You can kind of do outdoors and stuff. We're my, you know, the adults are all vaccinated in my family and my household, but the kids aren't. So we still had to well, be yeah. mindful. So, um. I had a job offer in Upper South Dakota. <laughs> that is literally what the recruiter called it. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, uh, Fargo, uh, like, would go again. It was actually a nice little, uh, nice little city. Um, felt very vacant. Like it was, it was weird because we were like on the weekend. Um, I did like we ended up. Uh, I took Molly to a restaurant, and like it was just everywhere we went. Like it was very quiet. And I'm like, this place is a population of like, like. What is it like? Almost two hundred thousand people, and it was like empty so often. I feel like, at least in a lot of the midwestern slash Dakotas type, the the less weird shaped states, I guess <laughs> they inflate the numbers of the population that lives anywhere. Every time I've been through one of them, it's always seems pretty dead. I could be driving through like bumper to bumper traffic and I hit the state and all the traffic disappears. I mean, I don't, that's weird. (laughs) There's, um, there's this, like, you know, I was talking to Molly about this. Um, do you ever like psych yourself out and scare yourself just like with an overactive imagination? I still do this as an adult. I know. Oh yeah. Like you're just driving and all the cars are gone and like you suddenly like start thinking up some Stephen King plot like where all the cars have vanished Langoliers style and you're just like you're the only one in the state suddenly and you start to like think about that. You don't see a car for a long time and you kind of work yourself up to like getting creeped out. Yeah. I do that for fun. (laughs) I uh, actually they they uh, few actually uh, like the day before your birthday stream they put me on medication for that because i do it too much and too Ooh, often yeah <laughs> like oh no that's you need to stop them like oh i thought everybody did this <laughs> constantly like no you're just weird we need to fix it oh okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i have a thing i'm going to pull up here while you do that I'm drinking Liquid Death tonight. I highly recommend it. The best water ever made. Is it water? It's not made. Yeah, oh, it's water. It's amazing. So it tricks my stupid lizard brain into believing I'm drinking a soda or a beer. So I stay hydrated. Because in a can, like a big-ass soda or a beer. There you go. So that's smart. And for some reason, like, I doesn't... It's just freaking water. But I'm like, oh, I just drink it like I'm chugging a beer for some reason. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. No. Most hydrated I've been in years. There you go. Here, I pulled up uh, SJ Arcade through this list together. Um, it's all the uh, all the armies in Age of Sigmar. If you look in the the lower right hand corner of the screen uh, uh, screen there, chat gang, you can see this is every faction in Age of Sigmar. Um, I pull it up. 
I've done one of those spreadsheets, LOL. This is uh, the number of kits and their price to buy, I assume, one kit. One of every kit in the whole army. So, uh, Cities of Sigmar, uh, pretty pricey. Uh, Stormcast Eternals. <laughs> so, so just, you can admire this as the show goes on, everybody. Uh, Damn. What's that? I can't see it on my phone. <laughs> it's too small. <laughs> it's 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 uh it's shaved it, it's uh saved in Discord so everyone can uh can check it out there. Uh, again, SJW. This is just a, a taste of the kind of preparation SJ put into uh uh into next week's show. So we talk about it tonight too as a primer. I just wanted the spreadsheet up. I was tired of uh the screen was like too lopsided. I'm like I need something in this little yeah. little corner here. So I put it up there. Um, yeah, so uh, speaking of spreadsheets, no. Um, bad segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of spreadsheets, how do you like stories? <laughs> how do you like stories? Well, spreadsheets are just stories that are boring. Well, actually, uh, Telltale Games, uh, you know, you know, prior to going defunct and stuff like that, um, they would write their uh, storyboards on spreadsheets because they had yeah, branching dialogue and uh, plots. I feel like you're just making my point for me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm agreeing with you, <laughs> but elaborating to make it a more salient yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> I was just the Telltale games like they they look like they're gonna be very interesting, but do, like they all led to the same thing. It was very like oh. This is highly disappointing for me. I liked Walking Dead, the first one, um, because the story they were telling I thought was great, regardless of if it was kind of like more... I do feel like the story changed enough because the journey changed enough, even though you ended in this in the right place. Like the Because it was such a story about like sort of morality, the, yeah. the moral message you sort of received along the way felt poignant. Um. It's been a while, but I remember most of the dis- I don't know most of the decisions felt like I was killing somebody that didn't need to be killed, no matter what. Like, right? Like the options were like, I, I get it. Like it was very limited, but then the option, like in this situation, there were like so many more options you could have gone with. Like the guy stuck in a bear trap, kill him or cut off his leg. Why? Yeah, we're just here, zombies, right now. We don't even see them yet. Can't we take a few seconds and like let's try to get it off? Right. Well, like that's the thing is they're branching. <laughs> their branching dialogue was always the trolley problem, and yeah, the trolley problem puts you in such a contrived situation to begin with, to like even begin to like make the like get you to think about it. And I'm like, why the fuck am I in front of the lever, asshole? What did we do to get me to the lever? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like, I, don't know, I came off games like KOTOR 1 and 2 and then going into that. I'm like, oh, yeah. this. I mean, yeah, they all led to the same problem, but I had a lot more options at me and pissed off a lot more people. Yeah. Yeah. You need to. You know, I, I, yeah. I killed my first time playing Knights of Old Republic 1. I killed jo- Jahani. I didn't know you could save her. I had no idea. I couldn't talk her to go back to the. Spoilers to anybody that hasn't played this really old game that's amazing. I didn't know you could talk to her to go back to the Jedi Council and rejoin the light side. Mm. So I just killed her. She kept refusing to talk to me. I'm like, fine, he'll just die. And I just moved on. <laughs> I was like, who's this last companion I can't seem to find at all? I went back, be like, before I beat the game, I kept flying around. Like, Where is this person? 
Here we go. Uh, we'll, we'll pull up the uh, the Talon or or the voice here. I don't have a side by side, unfortunately, so we're just gonna. Oh, God. The voice I love. That's my favorite one. You, your your team Senessa. Yeah. See, I'm I'm a I'm team uh, uh, Dexessa. I mean, they're they're both beautiful, but I if if I had to pick one, mm -hmm. it's the voice. Really. See, yeah. well, I mean, like I like I like the swaying of the masses to your side over the retaliation. Hmm. I which I is the roles I feel they obviously fill. So. so so you you're you're on a like a narrative axiom that you you lean towards one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and Maybe that's influencing why I like her model more too. Oh, right, I'm not sure, but yeah, no, no, like, I, it's it's all interconnected. Yeah, this, this goes back to like, like why when you started to get into Slanesh, you saw a model, yeah. but then you liked more of the flaw. This is this is how the human brain works. It's a sort of a scatter shot of things that it's yeah. a web. Our brains are it's a web. Go on, sorry. Yeah, and I mean like the wings and the, it's just they're both very elegant, but like the little two side of the wings i'm all about wings and those look like wings to me so i'm in for it compared to the peacock feathers i i which, love the peacock i mean i like <laughs> it looks cool but i don't i had enough dealing with peacocks with the uh, hedonism bot and that stupid lady with the peacock feathers i spent <laughs> too long trying to get those peacocks go rotten hell right now <laughs> <laughs> all of them all the birds uh i um I don't know. Like I, I like the uh, the horns, the the really alien horns on. on yeah, the horns on, are really cool. Uh, both of them are cool, but it was like, okay, here's elegant regal horns. Mm -hmm. These are like so twisted and like they're so like um, just like H.R. Giger, like like full on alien queen, like just gnarly. Yeah. I love it. Like this is you know, yeah. it's the but again, this is the otherworldly beauty we're talking about. Like. I like that Games Workshop just casually dropped, uh, like just a model that's the best any other company's ever made. They're just oh yeah, this this model's coming out. Oh yeah, no, no, it's not, it's not even like a giant fanfare. Like I remember, I'm not naming companies because I don't want to seem like I'm putting them down or anything. Right, but, right, and but, you never want to yuck anybody's like, yum, and they yeah. put a lot of talent and or effort yeah, into no. what they release. Yeah, go on. And 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 the competitive companies do make some really great models, but like a model like if they put out a model like this, it would have been like a big announcement type of thing. And it was like, oh, it's Model Monday. Here you go. Have two. Yeah, it's whatever. Right. No big deal. Right. Right. I know a lot of people are upset about like, oh. Why is it coming out? But I don't care personally. Give me another book. I don't. I, I just. I want these. I want more. Just right. keep giving me more. If it means I'm getting a book after three months, I don't care. Just give me more. That's, I want it all. I mean, that's that's the interesting, like perspective when it comes to Age of Sigmar. Like, I, I think what they did with LRL, they they did dirty. Like, I'm. I think this is the that's the most anti-consumer thing they've done in a while, and it's not because they released the second LRL book so close or anything like that um they had actually intended to do them together last year and i'm like you were already going to do this like that was yeah. like whoa it and it all started from the putting uh the the when the battle tome initially came out you could only get it in the start collecting box or the their little yeah like, 
that to me, like they wouldn't even release the digital version of it. And like that, whatever. But the thing is, if your book comes out and, and put your mind into the person who is the most in love with your army, like, like we tend to just buy the stuff for our army almost regardless. You yeah. know, like, you know, I, I have the full, like, I'm in love with OBR. I have the full range of things. My, you know, it's over 3000 points. I'm, I can't run it all at the same time. I bought it all because I I loved it all and I wanted it all. Yeah. I have two Vok Mordians. If anyone wants an extra, if anyone wants one, I've got one. Um, <laughs> I've got two Vok Mordians. Like you know, I just bought the whole range and most of it in duplicate because I'm like I I love this army. I want to own it all. I will, you know, hop, get my army on the table and then at my leisure put the rest of it together and like be on this permanent journey. Like Age of Sigmar players, once you're like sort of indoctrinated, we're kind of like always buying stuff for Age of Sigmar. We're just, it's just, yeah. <laughs> once you're part of, once you're, once you, you get that, the first hit is free. Once you're in, uh, you're kind of in. It's, uh, uh, hey, Caleb, how's it going, my friend? Uh, dropping a tier one sub for four years of friendship. Thank you so much for all of the support. Ooh. Um, yeah, so, so like when they, you know, once you're in, you're in. And if it's your army that you love and they just keep releasing stuff you love, is anyone truly upset? the people who I'm aren't not. getting the stuff they love yes but like yeah if you're always getting the things you like if they just dropped a new like a, a like a new model you know every like six months for your army regardless just some alternate sculpt or whatever i know they do a little bit with 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 space marines but uh <laughs> if they do that with like your army most people wouldn't be too upset about that in fact i think that would be a really really nice way of rotating out some of the crappy fine cast shit like yeah you know uh, actually me and my friend nick were talking about this like because he plays um he's playing like ogres and giants and everything he's talking about like i just want destruction to get more stuff because they got like all this they haven't gotten much love or anything and bone splitters needed an update and everything like bone splitters are pretty nice they're in some places like yeah but look at all these cool models everybody's getting like i yeah i i've been in love with slanesh i get the haves and haves nots yep. i get it I know it sucks, buddy, but yeah, there's people still with fine cast that have like, well, flesh eaters need them. Like flesh eaters have black, like they just got the new Vargolf whenever that gets separated, if it ever does. But they that, they're plastic. Said, they said in the in the community article that they that down the line they hope to be releasing the yeah. screws in a more limited run because they what yeah, we whenever all that had, we were trying to warn people that it was going to be a one off, and like people were telling like a lot of the the content creators. Uh, yeah. who don't have NDAs and stuff like that, but but knew about it. We were all like, "Yo, this could be one off. This could be one off." And we were trying to like warn people. Um, I don't like doing shit like that because, despite doing the like sort of fiscally responsible episode with 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 Soren <laughs> and 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 Martin yeah. and Coach a couple weeks back, I don't like giving people purchasing advice. I don't. I'm. I am horrible. <laughs> like I am a, I am not a good person to like model purchasing hobbies off of. Like I said, I just bought all of OBR two years whenever whenever they came out. I don't know. Like twenty twenty is is dead space in my mind. But uh, when that came out, I bought the whole range. When uh, when I would have bought all of Slanesh if I didn't know Soul Blight was this coming this close. And as it stands, I already have a pretty good Slanesh collection. Um, you know, I've. Thanks to you in part, and 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 my <laughs> own uh, uh, and my own hubris as well. I'm like, well, I could buy 
I could buy a couple boxes. <laughs> you know, like, like, that's not going to set me back a few. too, too just, far. Just get a little bit more. Yeah. And, just a little bit more. And there's that part <laughs> of my brain that's like, okay, the Skeleton Warriors, they don't get a new War Scroll. Skeleton Warriors are Skeleton Warriors are Skeleton Warriors. And I'm like, I have literally a hundred of them right now. Literally 100 Skeleton Warriors. And I'm like, yeah, but these are the new sculpts. And I'm like, am I going to buy 80 of the new ones? You know, and I'm just like, I'm just already in my mind, like, I'm like, God, I'm going to buy 80 of the well, new ones, aren't I? Like, I just, yeah, <laughs> like I'm in my brain, I'm just like, and the the frugal person would be like, nah, I'm good. I can buy a box of them, layer them in, and then I can save my money to buy Slanesh stuff because I hope to have all my OBR, all my Slanesh, and all my, and all my, uh, Soul Blight done within like the next, you know, couple years basically you know i've got the hobby yeah. set up we're ready to go if i didn't have like these real life speed bumps of like er trips and funerals and shit like that i probably would have started hobby streaming right after my after my birthday that was the intent um that was kind of like the turn the page moment for me and yeah. uh and like so like how could i tell somebody to like what to do with an army purchase and stuff but the point is is once you're in you're sort of like you're always finding stuff to purchase. If Slanesh didn't come out, um, and it was just Osiric Bone Reapers, I'd have bought another twenty more tech guard. I would have, you know, bought another Blood Bowl team. Like I, you know, like you always yeah. find. Once you're a hobbyist, you're always finding models to buy. And so I bought. Go ahead. Her city just for the Vargolf, and then that one um, noble noble person turned him into a Slanesh Painbringer, Lord of Pain. I mean, like I. I, I didn't. I don't even really care about playing the game. I just wanted those models so I could do something with them. And I really, I was never creative till I got into this hobby. And this this hobby just once you start getting into it, like you're gonna find that you're gonna look at models and be like, I want that for a whole other purpose and start doing something with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lucky with the LRL stuff because uh, I don't even know if I would buy the first wave, even if I could even though there are a lot of amazing models there. It still felt incomplete, but now that we have some beautiful melee heroes and those uh, Blade Lords, I'm 100% buying buying it when I'm able. Yeah, and, and I mean, with everything, I think patience is ultimately, you know, the advice I could follow, but it's the advice I would unsolicited uh, give. <laughs> the best advice, as we talked about. Right, as we've established <laughs> this, this episode tonight. Um, like, patience when you're jumping into an army when you want to get into an army you want to buy it all you want to own it all like take some patience yeah. because by the time you you, you finally jump in uh, maybe something else has caught your attention like really take your time figure out what you want what your sensibilities are and then buy it there's once you're in you're you're in you're gonna you're gonna find new sculpts to buy for your existing army maybe you have a conversion idea so you find yourself buying some lrl and so on and so forth like that that always happens I'm not so upset that Games Workshop keeps releasing models. Like I no. just They're a model company. I, be, I take them at their word in good faith that they believe they're a model company first, and they continue to release new models, so I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I forgive some of the other stuff. Um, the problem I have is anti-consumer stuff, and, and for me, the LRL reeked a little bit of that. This doesn't reek of that. This is going to be one box with a, with a war scroll that you can get easily in three or four different ways, you know? Yeah. I like to circle us back to story and I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, 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 uh, go on. No, go on. No, no, cut me off as much as you need. Man. 
Um, but no, I I think they strictly did this. It wasn't supposed to be in the book because it's not the book came out before the story came out, and this is how it was happening. Like it's they're telling a story at the same time as producing models and having a game for everybody. They're balancing three different things. And as somebody that likes the narrative and story, I'm okay with this happening. Mm-hmm. It's cool because the book didn't have this story that we're about ready to get where these models come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why would it be in the book? I don't know. That's how I, maybe, maybe I'm simping for, can't say that. Maybe I'm just defending the a company for bad practices Standing, or whatever, yeah. but, well, but I, I personally don't have a problem with it with the way I see it is, the book didn't have the story in it. The models needed the story to to be here. And I'm happy with the models. I'm excited for these models. I was so happy with this model. I blew up Kelly's phone about it while she was at work. Didn't care that she was at work. I had to blow up her phone about it. My whole day was like, I had other responsibilities that I needed to get done. But I was like, eh, I'm going to just start painting Slanesh today. Yeah. That's all I want to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, El, El Ben Diaz um, so long as this box is not suddenly limited run after release like Curse City was. Um, I, I think, um, Vince had a really, really good take on this on, I don't know if it's this show or the, or the last show. Um, he thinks something happened. Like he thinks that they, they did plan for like a real release and he thinks something worth doing all those extreme actions truly happened. And, um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to get in the habit of, like, telling me you're going to release something and support it and I'm going to have a new Warhammer quest and we're going to get little expansion packs down the line and so on and so forth. Like, how much of that was my expectations and how much of that was promised by them? I have to go back and reevaluate that. But, yeah, like, it, it, it stinks. It stinks. I'm yeah. happy I got my box. Um, I think Chat Gang's got a, a few extras circulating around, so if you, you missed out on yours, I know they're – there's some folks in chat gang in the, in the discord that be willing to like uh barter or sell it to you sell their extras or whatever it is so that I don't give two away on my YouTube channel there you whenever go I can yeah remember. yeah yeah so so Mars is going to be reading through all the broken realm stuff over on his YouTube channel and and do a giveaway a giveaway not to put you in a corner <laughs> no no I nobody I put puts it on Mars Twitter, in the like... corner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 500 subscribers I'll do because that's uh, I'm a slow growing so like 500 that's gonna give a while that way the boxes are super valuable and eventually someone's gonna remember about the tweet I'm like oh shit go yeah. subscribe <laughs> <laughs> uh, 500 and then like a year and a half and I'll give it away and like I can't believe people still had these yeah yeah see unlike me I I uh I basically obscure the fact that I'm doing a giveaway and wait till the show is over <laughs> don't mention it until <laughs> the end of it that's, uh, that's not that's not how you bribe people to show up i know i know you're, you're doing bribery wrong i know unbelievable unbelievable thank you so much for the follow there um <laughs> <laughs> i i heard a upc issue was the problem i heard of i heard everything the rumors i have heard from that sort of like second tier like not the initial tier of insiders but that sort of second tier of people so now it's hearsay now it is now you need to corroborate that second tier, right? So if we're we're being a journalist, so we're not being a journalist right now. We're just being a a, a, a rumor engine. Uh, they I, have rumor engines, so do we. Do yeah, <laughs> no, I heard I heard everything from UPC issue to a fire to broken molds. 
Like yeah. I, I've heard like uh, uh, something, some dispute with China. Like I've heard a lot, like uh, something about like uh, tax trade laws. <laughs> yeah, trade laws. Like because they imported the product is more the because of the cardboard, it's more import than export. To, like I've heard like six different stories now for why they did this that way yeah. i think we can all agree they i don't think they intended to do it this way or that this wasn't what they were if if this is what they were intending to do to begin with this is not what they were selling us on initially they made it seem I, like we were go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say i, I don't think like they wanted it just for a limited run at first mm -hmm. i think there was some my guess would be there was some talk about having this as an ongoing thing and somebody jumped some guns before everything was like 100% signed off. Hmm. And I I mean, I've seen it quite a bit. Like there's starts off as like some talks and someone's like, oh, well, I'm just going to get ahead of it because it seems like this is a sure thing. And then the last minute someone's like, ah, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Or like a group of people like, uh, you know, we got all these other things we need to focus on instead because we lost the year. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I think that they want your money, and that selling more Curse City was going to make them more money, and yeah. uh, I, what, however they shot themselves in the foot, I, I don't know. Uh, I think they wanted to take your money and sell you Curse City, though. Um, I think that that part much is true, and to what extent, I, I don't even want to speculate. Um, I'm happy yeah. I got mine because for me this is like, for me this is Hero Quest. Like I, I yeah. want. I wanted Hero Quest again. Um, they can for... be pulling the old Nintendo move too, where it's, oh scarcity, not doing it anymore. Well, yeah, force scarcity to yeah. drive sales. Yeah, they could be doing a force scarcity thing to drive sales, and they're like, surprise, it's out for Christmas, and then everyone's like, we hate you, Games Workshop, as they like throw their money at their <laughs> fucking screens. Like, take my damn money, you. Sons of I hate you so much for doing this to me, and they're just like throwing money at their at their fucking monitors. Like, yeah, I know, I hate them too. I hate them as I enter my credit card information, sobbing to myself. Yeah, like crying and drinking uh, like an extra, an extra uh, soda water or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Manzac trade laws make sense. My company had. Uh, issues with product being made in China and it being listed here as something that isn't allowed. Lots and lots of money lost on the product because of a mess up with online listing. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's above my pay grade. I usually just talk about like games and rules and like philosophy a little bit and life lessons and uh, narrative. So, uh, how, like, so <laughs> I f segue. Segway. Like, yeah, beautifully done. Yeah, look at I that. Like yeah, masterful segue. Um, it, it's even better when you point it out so everybody understands what happened. Right, <laughs> so everybody's on board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I kind of want to recap going back to Wrath of the Everchosen because I feel like the end of the Soul Wars begins with Wrath of the Everchosen. Second edition was essentially marked by the Necroquake and Nagash's ambitions. And for yeah. me, Nagash's ambitions culminate with with the end point, with the with the arc terminus, with actually taking away one of the eight points from from Archeon. Yeah, like well, go ahead. Uh, I I just want to clarify. You said you 
you said the end of the Soul Wars was at Archeon? No, at, I, at okay, I, I, I think the okay. culmination of Nagash's ambitions is there. Oh, okay, yeah. The end yeah. of the Soul Wars is tactless. Like, that's yeah. that's the end. That's how it's marketed. That's how it's advertised. That's that's yeah. the implication. I think that, like, because you, you have a peak, a climax, and you have some falling action. Yeah. We have. I just. I just misheard you. So. Yeah. 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 So in terms of like narrative structure, like the peak for me was the arc terminus. Like was was wrath of the ever chosen. That was the peak. That was the climax. And then like we got yeah. some falling action. And then, and then they pretty much go into like their next sort of three act structure or four act or whatever type of structure they're working with. However, they model their narrative from like the top down. However, they they do it. But we essentially then like we get some falling action. And you got to think of it like a little, like, heartbeat, you know, or, like, climbing a mountain. That's how narratives are structured. You start low, uh, and then it spikes and spikes, and, like, with little valleys and peaks as you go along, you should get, you know, your your climax is your highest point, and as soon as you peak at the highest point in the story, wrap it up as quick as possible. So that's the falling action. Yeah. Um, some story structures don't even believe in falling action, and fuck those guys. Uh, but... <laughs> what you don't like to end at the peak? No, no, I don't. I, no? I, I, I kind you want to be brought I, down. Yeah, no, I, I want to be brought down. I want, I want that moment of levity. I want that moment to process. Like you think about um, uh, Annihilation. If you haven't seen it, a uh, very boring movie, but a beautiful boring movie that will make you think if you care to. Um, like that, the climax in that film probably arguably happens about like half an hour before like the movie's sort of like point and then it's sort of consequent falling action like it does this weird thing with a narrative structure where i think that the actual climax in that film happens uh happens before the like sort of resolution and then the resolution yeah. happens and then we get falling action and i'm like because if you're looking in terms of like tempo and culmination of multiple plots because it's got a bunch of plots going on and like where those all culminate it's like I, I look at the narrative and i go it happens right here and then it kind of like comes down a little and it goes back up a little bit but it never hits higher than that point earlier on and i think that was very deliberate because the nature of the, sorry uh i'm a word ner i'm a i'm a writer I, I usually don't let that side of me out too often uh but we're talking narrative this so i get to let it out a little bit more. yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh, why i picked this show so you can do most of the talking i get to just listen to your sweet silky voice there you go <laughs> so so with uh for for Ra at wrath of the ever chosen uh the peak of of for me nagash's story is that we had a whole new we had two new armies released right we had osiarch bone reapers and we had night haunt over the course of sort of like what was 1.5 right with night haunt sort of yeah sort of foreshadowing 2.0 and then coming out and being in that starter box for 2.0 with Stormcast Eternals, yeah. the Sacrosanct Chamber, right? So Night Haunt, I know it technically came up before 2.0, but I'm going to mark that as a, because they were in the, the, the starter set for 2.0, I'm calling them a 2.0 release. We call Daughters of Cain 2.0 a 2.0 army. Yeah. We could call Night Haunt. Yeah, you, there's one. a way you could be technically correct, and I am technically wrong, but I can be technically correct in this way. So I'm going to go with the way that I'm correct. Uh, they were in the starter box for 2.0. Um, and then we get Obi <laughs> like Osiric Bone Reapers or OBR, uh, sort of in the in, in near the tail end, right? Yeah. And both those armies are featured super prominently in Wrath of the Ever Chosen. Um, they do stuff, and they do something that hasn't been done, right? Like the this yeah. big assault on the all points, and they succeed. Now there's some pushback. 
Obviously, Archeon yeah. shows up and says, nah, you can't take the main fortress. Um, Catacross goes, good, I didn't want to anyway, loser. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of where we that's leave not how I would describe it, but yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, like he's... he's that's how you want to summarize it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, didn't want to anyway, loser. And then we kind of end on a, like, a little bit like uh, Catacross staring at his just thousands of perfectly sculpted cod pieces that he can... He's like, I could do, I'm in this for the long haul. Right? Yeah. And for me, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but Wrath of the Ever Chosen, where we have Alarial does a, does a, no, Alarial shows up in, uh, sorry, uh, Alarial shows up in, in Marathi. Um, Marathi and Tackless. Right. And Marathi is a, like, calls back to Wrath of the Ever Chosen with Marathi showing up and bribing yeah. Catacros with special bones <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're special the the special bones you can't get these bones yeah yeah like yeah. But i can get these bones for you yeah just... yeah so what I, I really like that too um with, with the story i especially with these broken realm stories i'm really liking like this the cross faction yes. interaction yes that we're seeing a lot of um with uh Okay, I'm not going to get into spoilers yet, but yeah, with Marathi and Catacross like meeting and like, wait, uh, Nagash's plan is to kill everybody living, and kill all those gods, right? Like, Catacross here is like, I, I'm on an objective. I got some, well, got some leeway, and I'm going to make this deal because in the end, it's helping me, well, and it's going to end up screwing you over. Well, that's and it's probably what he's thinking. Like long term, I'm benefiting. I, I don't get, I don't get the well whilst i think um nagash for his purposes with the osiac bone reapers he let them keep a modicum of free will because yeah. he he viewed it as necessary for the long-term plan uh yeah. like he needed agents that could go out and like do stuff without direct yeah. orders from him at all times he knew what's you know the the like the inevitability of like of of like the the things in motion. Yeah, and he, I don't get the impression that Catacross does stuff like without Nagash ultimately being okay with it in the end. Like, yeah, he, no, that's what that's ahead. what I think. Like, that's why I'm thinking. Like, he made this deal. He's not making this deal just for like the short term gain of these special bones, right? And he probably meant. He he was probably meaning to assault the like the fort the the main fort again anyway for kicks like he was just like yeah keep them on their heel like they're churning out their bone factories it's like oh I was oh you're gonna give me special bones to do what I was about to do anyway sure yeah yeah and <laughs> yeah so really he's just gaining stuff that he would have like he's gonna do it anyway so what he's still benefiting and. Right. Special bones are special. Right. They might come back to haunt Marathi later. I don't know. <laughs> well, we finish up this eight points and go clean up some old goo area with these special bones. Right, right. Well, what, yeah. what I hope, and, and this is like zoomed out, way, way long picture. I hope that like that other factions. So how do you keep the conflict going in the mortal realms? Because obviously if like they end it, then we have to make a new game. And who wants to do that? Yeah. Um. The way you make the conflict continue to perpetuate is like you can unseat the ever chosen from the all points if a bunch of different factions who want to fight with each other to take it end up taking the uh, the various eight points, right? Yeah. And now they're in like close, locked, constant conflict 
to like rule it all, right? That that can you know that can be your sort of like your wave two of the of the age of Sigmar. It's like okay, how the heck does Sigmar take the eight points from the orcs have like three of them, like Death has a couple, yeah. and like. There's co- there's like two that keep just like trading hands. Like Nurgle still got a, a stronghold there, and like how do you, you know, navigate all I, that? Go ahead. I I don't think I'd like that story personally. Okay, like it that's fair. It it then it just become focused just on the eight points and trying to that's just fair. Take the eight. That's points. super fair. That's a super and fair point. And it, it's feel like it's just gonna be a smaller scale 40k where yes. chaos just wants to take over Terra. Yeah. That's where their focus yeah. is at. And everything's after that. I'm like, I'm not I immediately regret what I 40K said. 40k is cool. <laughs> and all but like I know where I know the end goal for them. I know what they want. Yeah. I it, eh. yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I I, I mean the, the the point the only point I'm really trying to make is like, you know, there's ways that you don't want them to end Age of Sigmar's plot. Yeah. Right? Like if Nagash if 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 Nagash wins, it's the game's over. Like game over, man. Game over. Like yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. If if you know, it really. If, if Chaos wins, it's kind of over. But then eventually, you know, there's a spark of humanity will find its way back into like the mortals that are still around. You know, like yeah. like there's a bunch of corrupted immortals, and then one guy's like, yeah, I don't like being corrupted anymore. And then, you know, they start to fight back. You can still tell a story if Chaos wins, right? Like, yeah. you, you can still tell a story if Destruction wins, because then it's just like a post-apocalypse setting, like the tornado. It's like after Twister or after... Does anybody lose if yeah. Destruction wins? Like, nobody really loses yeah, that one. <laughs> they don't have, like, a true agenda at the end of the day. Like, they're just... Oh, like, they've smashed and bashed everything into oblivion. And then, like, they start smashing and bashing each other, and then, like... While they're yeah. not paying attention, civilization starts to like crop up and grow around the. You know, like yeah. there's they're, just, they're a force of nature. You don't lose to a force of nature. Well, you do, but you don't in the grand like everybody's dead. Right. Scale like they're a force of nature. They're gonna come in. They're gonna win. Yeah. And then you just wait till they win somewhere else, and you start taking care right. of yourself again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like you know, they, they that's they're kind of like the uh, the fallout the 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 fallout ending right like that's yeah. the, the fallout ending is is uh the you know the 1950s you know co- like the cold war boom all that happens that's yeah. the orcs but then we all live in the vaults for a little bit and then the civilization comes out and like there's orcs places and like rad orcs and stuff like that where they're all like <laughs> radioactive orcs and like that mutant orcs yeah like that's <laughs> You know, they, they have a town where they worship a nuclear bomb that didn't detonate. Like that it's that's that's what the ending looks like if destruction wins. You but you still get to play Age of Sigmar. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if with most of these endings, if 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 order wins, uh it's only a matter of time before chaos shows back up because like humanity it's, inevitably like yeah. gives in to their baser emotions and invites sort of evil back in. Um, they might. I mean, they could probably totally destroy death. I th- I would think that like in in the good end for order, like they could probably finally finish Nag- uh, uh, Nagash off and like uh, turn turn the like realm of the dead back over to what it's supposed to be, which is this organic, ever ever growing. You know, with enough people believing in the afterlife, those all crop like that would happen without Nagash like co opting it all. Yeah. Well, so the necro. Ah, sh- so I, I'm I'm a little fuzzy with what Techless did to 
and the Necroquake and whatnot, right? Did he reverse literally everything so endless spells aren't a thing? Because that's what the Necroquake helped with. I, I think that they're here so, now. Go on. Yeah, so they're here now. But if they're here, that means he didn't get rid of everything. So what else isn't reversed? Is Nagash still, like, channeling death through him? So if he still is, how are you going to kill death? Yeah. You can't really kill the guy now anymore because he is he, he's death. I am become death. Like, yeah. Like he's. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's that the, the pulses of the Necroquake and stuff have stopped because the rune that. That's what that was my take. And there's other people that disagree. Like, no, they took they took care of everything. Like, I don't mm. I don't know how you got to that point when there's still stuff. Yeah. In the, the, the Shyish Nadir is still at the center of Shyish, like pulling in all the like death soul energy yeah. um like i don't think it's like actively pulsing and doing stuff anymore uh techless stemmed the tide of the nadir so it's not pulsing anymore yeah yeah that, that, that was my takeaway but there's there's some out there yeah disagreeing with that <laughs> like, yeah like it, i mean endless spells are still going to be around i yeah. i suspect because they're just like they're here now but like the active like sort of like ebb and flow of like the the pulse goes out and then pulls stuff in I, that stopped yeah. right like um and and that's uh 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 albendius uh pretty much uh exactly what what albendius has said here uh tecla stemmed the tide of the the shyish nadir so it's like it's at the middle but it's not yeah. pulsing anymore pulsing, yeah um so nagasha's power has been uh struck back into the realm of death only and can't leak out and ebb into the other realms yeah. Um, so like so so, so all the night haunt and stuff is it just like erupting from out of like all the graveyards at all times and you know it's it's yeah. not like an apocalyptic event the portent the that you know the malign portents that foreshadow this horrible stuff so um uh vanillasus says i resent the idea that they might not be smashing and bashing each other while smashing and bashing the enemies <laughs> That's a fair point. It's a fair, like, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm on a, that, that, our bad. I didn't bad. mention it because I felt like it was just, it was just obvious that it was happening. Like, I, I felt like I didn't need to mention it. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of reset us to like the wrath of the ever chosen. I think most, most people yeah. up till this point uh, understand roughly what's going on in Age of Sigmar, your Age of Myth, your Age of Chaos, Age of Sigmar, yeah. when the things come down and then the Necroquake happens. And for me, again, just to reset it a little bit, the sort of peak of Nagash's arc is the arc, arc terminus, taking one of the eight yeah. points, uh, accruing all this power. He is the god of death, and he's on to his next plan, right? He's scheming. We've got the arc terminus sitting there. Catacross has some alluded to plans that we don't know what's going on, and we really don't know what Nagash's next plan is. So... so the Broken Realms, and I'm going to let you kind of take over, do a, the zoomed out, Broken this is what happened here, this is what happened here, this is what happened here, the broad stroke, and we'll zoom in and get more granular. Uh, yeah, a Broken Realms, Marathi, uh, zoomed out. Marathi wants to become a god, has a few plans, goes in the eight points, steals some molten stone, realm stone stuff, puts it in her cauldron, does a nice little ritual, uh, while also stealing a nice little lantern from Ideneth. They, they're all about their lights there. Uh, jumps into Slanesh's body. He's like, I'm going to eat up all these nice elf souls. Nice and strong. Gets cut in two by, we believe, an ex-lover. You know. Yeah. How 
how bad breakups happen. Yeah. Cut her in half. No, no, it's it's a perfect out. Is it not a perfect metaphor for like someone you truly loved when when it's it's over? Are we not all cut in half metaphorically speaking? That's You're right. <laughs> Marath is just a giant metaphor. Yeah. Bad breakups. You get cut in half <laughs> and you step out of that relationship as a god. Yeah. But god. you but you got it like you step out of it and you step out of it a god. That's right. That's that's yeah. the that's the <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. She finishes the ritual, jumps out of Slanesh. I must say this this is what I really like about Age of Sigmar. This crazy shit just bouncing off the walls. Like, you oh, know yeah. what we should do with that story? Rathy jumps back into Slanesh. The thing that ate her, the god, yeah. jumps back in and starts eating the souls herself. Just bringing them in to become a god, too. This this is some high-level stuff. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, so she jumps out, becomes a god, and sacks my, my favorite city of Sigmar was Amblegard. Mm-hmm. Goes there and just sacks the place and takes it over. There's a little bit of fighting back from order, but eh, they snuff that out real fast. Like. So, so do we know game wise? Can you play Anvil Guard anymore? Is it still legal to play your Anvil Guard army? I mean, this I, this is a question I've had for a little bit. Like, has has their change in the narrative meant that like somebody's Anvil Guard list is now a tournament illegal? I mean, obviously, as a yeah, as a I mean, as a TO, I'd let you play your Anvil Guard army regardless of what GW says. But did they go to that extent? No, no, they, is still legal. Okay. Yeah, that's legal. I, you know, it would be funny if they did go to that extent. <laughs> that would be fun. That would that would I, be fun. I would like the little bit of a, like a light middle finger to people. <laughs> yeah, uh, kicker. I do have models on my stand. I have the twin souls. I've been kit bashing slightly. I cut off the faces to put my masks on for the eternal masquerade. Gave gave them some uh, flaming skull. Lightning ball and are those magnetized there? Yeah, right on. Even GW says you can play Anvil Guard as like rebel remnants of the old city. Right on, right on. Yeah, Anvil Guard more like Anvil caught off guard. Ayo, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why didn't they think this ally was not gonna try to kill them all and betray them? stupid yeah. but yeah that's uh that's like a far out view of marathi it's honestly god that that story of marathi made me pick up daughters of Cain again for a little bit and i was like what am i doing this yeah well wasn't what was i doing slanesh got announced mortals i'm like well that's sold the that's happened to me twice so far i've picked up daughters of Cain and slanesh gets announced so all i'm learning is pick up daughters of Cain when i want new models yeah were you so looking nice. at a Marathi box and then they release, released the twins? Was that what happened? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it, I think I was like a few <laughs> days before. I was like, you know, I'd like to do Marathi again. That was a fun model to paint. Yeah. Yeah. Fluke Skywalker <laughs> dropping a thousand RDP to remind everyone chat gang ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so that's the zoomed out Marathi. Uh, I'm trying to remember like what the implications were for Marathi. She's a god. Uh, now there's the new city of Sigmar. Um, well, the uh, epilogue more or less was uh, the the unborn of Slanesh was injected. Right, so, the newborn or whatever. Right, the newborn. Yeah. 
and it was sent somewhere, oh. and that's where a Sig- Sigvald shows up and is like, I'm going to go, I want to show up and be fabulous and wonderful. And then, like, and then Slanesh whispers in, in Sigvald's ear, like, fine, I'll go find the newborn. <laughs> no, uh, so with, with Sigvald, how, what happened was, um, I know for some reason people keep getting this story messed up and it bugs me slightly because I love Sigvald. No, no, go on. Set us straight. Set us straight. So he was, uh, he was trapped in the mirror that we, that we all heard about. Uh, Cause with, Nagash with has fantastic punishments and this yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And he made the punishment was like when anybody looked in the mirror, they'd see like the most idealized version of themselves. But, uh, over time it's hard to contain somebody as uh, strong willed as Sigvald. And he turned it so when people looked at it, they'd see the, themselves like as super ugly. But that comes later. Uh, some Duradin go in, find them. Some. Uh, why am I blanking on their name? Karadron. They fly. Yes, thank you. Overlords go in. They find the mirror and like they become obsessive with it. They um like so obsessed with it, like they start turning on each other. And then some um. God seekers show up and <laughs> kill them and take the mirror. And the leader of the God seekers look in the mirror and they see just the hideousness of themselves and throw it in the shadow of the glass. And Sigvald gets reborn because Slanesh was so impressed at like his ability to get free that blessed him again. Mm-hmm. And I, this is the second time Sigvald has been reborn he's dead just a soul and he gets reborn from slanesh and still not a demon prince mm-hmm. i don't know how that happens yeah twice yeah i think it was even kind of mentioned that he was like the demon prince before they walked it back a little bit i'm like come on yeah uh but... welcome to the club with uh with uh what's her name um Kalia? Volkia the bloody yeah Volkia. yeah yeah the club of, but, of should be demon princess but aren't or should have demon keywords but don't yeah um, it's it's a shame but it is what what it is i guess i mean he just if he was a demon too he'd just be way too strong like he's already his model's already too good yeah if you look at it just appearance wise you can't can't give him the demon keyword that just break reality <laughs> calm ourselves but that, I mean that—that's the gist of the story. Most people uh, skip over the part that like the Duradin didn't break the glass. It's like the God Seekers found them, like because they're looking for Slanesh, and there was like a oh, something Slanesh yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And go over there, and there's like, oh, kill these guys, and look, found a cool mirror. Well, so so the, uh, one of the other implications of Marathi was that the chains were weakened, though, doing this ritual. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, it's helping we. A lot of people are helping Slanesh break free at this point. You got Archeon, you got uh, the Stormcast who went around slaughtering a whole city that helped. Um, yeah. You got now Marathi with her ritual going in there, messing up the elf stuff. Techless taking I, his eye off the ball to go fuck with yeah. Nagash. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can move into like the high overview of Techless where Techless just. So the funny thing about like I was talking with Doug about this, like how long after the Necroquake, the original Necroquake, does the prologue begin? Settlers gain. Mm-hmm. 
And from what we could gather, me and him talking, like, it happened right away. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, that just means these are like wild night hunt, right? With some leaders that just pop up. Mm-hmm. Nagash didn't send them there or anything like that. Right. So if this is just wild night hunt, Tekla sees this and is like, fucking Nagash sending these ghosts after this town. <laughs> Fuck him. Like, like I, I mean, I get the anger towards him. Like, yeah, Nagash is fucking with shit. He probably shouldn't be. But like, like he strips like saying like this was an attack. Like, Nagash hasn't done that yet. He's going to, but he ha- technically hasn't done this yet because this is just wild night haunt. Yeah. Popping up. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he, he wants I, Nagash to answer for his crimes. And I just I, I find that deliciously quaint. Because Teclas, if there is a, a single order individual who has fucked more things up, I, I can't list one. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Like, and I'm not even talking about the absentee dad thing where he he went out to get a pack of smokes and never came yeah. back. Like, like <laughs> as uh, uh, Teclas is still the same old elf, arrogant as ever, even a small assault of random night hunt is a stain he cannot abide. Like, he's such a, he's such a punk. <laughs> like, yeah. what a, like what a absolute punk ass no um, and like i a lot, i see a lot of people like talking about like tech was like oh how great like it was like oh it's about inspiring him I'm like i don't know how you got that takeaway like i hear he says this stuff i get like on the surface that's what people are getting but yeah when i look at him, like i think he's just pissed he's just he's just like i sh- uh, nobody should be doing anything that I don't approve of type right. of thing. Yeah, he's incited that, that like, people he doesn't approve of having magic, like, yeah. having magic. Like, he's just such a... Uh, like, I, Tyrion's kind of dope. Uh, like, I don't have... I don't actually have bear... Like, like I didn't understand why people hated Teclas until Broken Realms Teclas. I, I never quite got it. I wasn't really around for the end times, so, like, I'm still piecing together what all happened in the end times. But like a uh, brief overview, Teclas does a lot of fucked up shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I mean, you he helped bring the gash back. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Teclas still isn't as bad as his old self because he don't have any uh, knees to kill. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he can't kill his own his own family. Um, yet. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Tyrion probably wasn't actually blind until Teclas and them found each other, and he's like, you know what I should do? Take out your eyes, because I think that'd be cool. Well, I get the distinct impression Teclas isn't really Teclas. Like, I I got, like, I was reading a, and maybe my memory has co-opted the the story because I can't find the story again, but I thought it was in the original uh, uh, LRL book I was reading where, like, like it, it, I got the impression like that Tyrion is real and Teclas is Tyrion's memory of Teclas. Doing some Seraphon stuff, bringing bringing memories alive. Yeah, like I got the impression that like that Teclas was was a memory and Tyrion is is like because uh, Tyrion's like roaming through Hish and like essentially gets to the end and sees the face of God, like the Hishian God deity entity thing and like. And uh, goes blind and and like remembers some stuff and like Teclas kind of that's how Teclas kind of came into existence. I don't think Teclas was ever a Phoenix King, but no, I'm 
Jokes on I you, Malekith was. Oh, get oh. wrecked, loser. Mm. <laughs> Malekith, the rightful leader. Yeah, yeah, the the proper leader of all elves. Um, yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm I'm team uh, Malekith slash Malarian. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, like. So, so the techless overview is essentially like he goes and he he ends the Soul Wars, right? Like, yeah. Um, do we get? That's any... pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's... there's no win for no win. There's not even really anything to talk about what Death did because it didn't happen. Yeah. So, like, there's an attempt. I mean, but... that makes sense because they didn't get anything in 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 Broken Realms techless either. Like they didn't well, do anything. So why? Technically. What? They, they did they get something? No, I, I don't remember. I seem to remember them getting nothing, and like they had like a page that was just blank that said oh, no. Shooter Courts, and then they got Oshir... a box set, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, 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 Osiric Bone Reapers got like got a thing that was just like it's like Osiric Bone Reapers get, and then it was just like one of the writers like tracing their middle finger on the page, and that's what they got, yeah, and um, a box set. The box set is can't really, about the, it, box. the box yeah. sets are super valued, but they didn't get rules yeah. that matter. No, no, not at all. But yeah, that's that's the overview of Teclis's, uh wild night hunt attack a city, and Teclis is like, you know what? This means Nagash has to die. Right. Right. <laughs> well, does like okay? So uh, uh, the the light of Eltharian kills Archon the Black. Like, yeah, oh, that's that's like, impressive. Like he kills Archon the Black, so like they're. Like on the chalkboard, it's it's one and one, right? Like so, they're even now on score on the scoreboard. Um, and Nagash, the the rune that binds and like the the Nadir, I didn't get the impression that Nagash is dead, dead. Like, cause how could no. he be? Um, no. but I did, so, I did like and I love Doug's take. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase Doug, but he said like so. Teclas goes to fight Nagash and Nagash beats the nerd out of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah uh, god he, he does he does it's pretty oh it's it, it's pretty freaking cool so like when nagash well, beats you I'm up you get tech- cooler apparently yeah. well no i mean it's pretty cool hearing while well, reading that nagash is beaten te- i'm not a fan of techless after this story because i i think the it's hubris is it the, like the hubris yeah. or honestly i think it's because i keep hearing people like oh people defending techless like his plans and everything like no it's it's all about hope and all for hope i'm like man you don't send rant first off techless is not that smart apparently because sending out random riders to random villages like here's the head of obr people have hope like you didn't what intel did you do on those towns did you even see if people were complaining or maybe they're so used to it that the idea of all this change all of a sudden terrifying to them and having random ass fucking elves ride up to them is not going to inspire hope of like what hell did you just unleash onto us because now they're gonna think we're part of you guys bringing in these dead obr yeah i mean granted probably the stories probably didn't have enough time to go into it but those are my thoughts like you could have had a brief summary of like all the people shayish wanted this or something yeah like a sentence or two yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, random town. I just made the OBR really mad. Get ready for a crackdown. Like, like, like. See, yeah. aren't you happy you've been saved? And then they just leave. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. Like, <laughs> we have saved you. Now go back to your lives with those people we saved you from. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Like, 
like as Doug was saying, like the the they weren't going in there to like attack or take over. So so they just went in just to piss everybody off. Is what I got. They're yeah. not what reading like okay. So why why did you do it to to piss them off? That's that that was the end goal. That didn't inspire hope. You went in there to piss them off. You kicked a hornet's nest yeah. because you're upset over a random night hunt attacking a city. As Alariel kept telling Doug, like, there's bigger things going on. Like, what are you doing? This is just going to pass. You need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what's what is kind of cool is is Teclas like uh, the uh, the the Broken Realms Teclas feels like a story of consequences. Which I think is yeah. is is pretty cool on both sides. Like the, like yeah. Teclas has, like he sows consequences for the for like the th- actions he does, like across the whole narrative of that of that book. Like I, he, I, I like like there's going to be consequences for the towns. Answer. There's going to be consequences. Yeah. Go on. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go on. He, like throughout all Soul Warriors, we just see Nagash doing things, and that has been my complaint for a while. Like like who who's standing up to Nagash? Like that's why I find death boring. Like. Who's standing up to him? Nobody's doing anything. He's the people are just letting it happen. Yeah. So I did like that. Like Teclas goes in, is like, you can't do this. I'm gonna make you answer for what you're doing because right. I don't. It's not a hope thing. I think that was just what he was saying. He went in there like, you can't do this, and if you're gonna keep doing this, look what I can do to you too. You're not untouchable. I can come in here and I can touch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. I like that a lot. And then Teclas gets some consequences too and the guy's like yeah well yeah sup nerd (laughs) (laughs) you might be able to touch me but i will break you yeah well and and what it is 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 uh your point that you talk about like nagash is unopposed like i I get what you're saying i I hear this a lot um and i'm not disagreeing here i'm just filling in periphery around it around this notion um we didn't see narrative books released like this during 2.0 I suspect had we seen this just this release, that perception would have shifted a little bit. Like, oh yeah, like stuff's happening, right? Yeah. Like if we had like a, a like a couple Black Library series that that actually dealt directly with like the Soul Wars a little bit more, that were a little bit more ubiquitous or a little bit more um uh, known and commonplace, and if the Battle Tomes had actually referenced, like the Battle Tomes all were like, oh, when the Necroquake happened. The army did this, but it doesn't like say anything about like oh they like they gave the middle finger to Nagash and they went and did this stuff. They're like since the Necroquake, the army's been doing this, and like they didn't really go. They didn't. Really, yeah. They made the Necroquake backdrop like a, a setting thing. They didn't make it a a, a narrative action. You know. Yeah. No. Up. Yeah. And and that that was I think a mistake because like you're you would think that there would be more active participation. Because, like you, you said with your, your conversation with Doug, apparently the Necroquake happens and Teclas immediately like goes into action, right? Like the yeah. like, and so like we got this the way the books were released. We we have this huge delay when in actuality there wasn't a delay. People did step to a you know like I yeah. don't know, I don't know. Like and, uh, it's a it's a perception thing, and that's the perception I had up to this point right. where I was like, ah, uh, well now now that there's something going on I was like oh, okay i feel better about death now it just felt like this is just ridiculous because you had forbidden power pop off too where it's like death just went in and just stole that soul nothing nobody's doing anything about it like they tried and the oh well they got away <laughs> type of thing like ah oh, 
darn that. I'm like, that's how it came off at the end. I'm like, okay, cool story and all, but what, where is this going? And yeah. then we got OBR, who then took, you know, the, the arcs terminus, which really freaking cool. I think I'm that's right. super my own army. My ar- army's narrative is they're going there to go kick them out. Like, yeah, might as well go make a name for ourselves. Take back what was lost. You're only but. as cool as your as your like opponent or, or as your villain. Like you think about all like the great stories in history, they tend to have a great villain. You know, like yeah, like um, it's just it it just makes it a good villain really helps set up like you know some of like the best superheroes. Why are they the best superheroes? Because they have like the coolest villains. You know, Spider Man isn't known for beating Mysterio, <laughs> Green Goblin, right? Yeah, like you know, like an intellectual. <laughs> Like, uh, equal if not superior, with greater access to resources and you know technology and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, you know the Sinister Six run is when, is when Spider Man. Some of the people say it's the best Spider Man runs were out when it's like he had villains were just uh, villains times six. Like and that was yeah. You know, <laughs> um, you look at like even like the the, the TV shows or the movies and stuff like that, like Thanos in the Avengers, like as uh, by a freaking uh, uh, Josh Brolin, like that Thanos elevates Endgame so much. Oh yeah. No, or not yeah. Endgame, um, uh, like infinity wars and Endgame, Endgame. I, Endgame, I, I, I think it's some negative criticism. There's no way it could have been as good as infinity war though. Cause infinity mm-hmm. war was the one where shit goes wrong. Right. And so the yeah. shit going wrong is naturally going to be a little bit better story than shit goes right. Well, I mean, like, so talking about climax and stuff, the end of Infinity War was the climax for Endgame. Yeah, and then it's falling. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. like, uh, so like, resolution, yeah, quote-unquote, yeah. is, is what we call it. And then it's just resolution. And the resolution, like, you know, so you have your climax... The snap yeah. is the is the climax, and you get a little bit of falling yep. action, watching people get dusted, and then like, okay, what do we do now? Right, boom, boom, yeah. falling action, and then your other thing goes like this on its little supposed to be going on an up because your falling action probably ends on yeah. a pretty pretty low low, and then you're like on this little thing trying to work back up to the peak, and it never gets to that peak of the snap. No. Yeah, it, it it gets to a good amount of spectacle. The moment where all but, the portals open up, that's great spectacle. And one of my yeah. favorite, I have the actual whole run of Infinity Wars comics. Uh, I used to have them in paper. In, in papers, I've got um, I've got the big legacy hardcover now. Um, but one of the best moments in that is when, like, is when Captain America goes, like, he really is just buying time, but he, like, gets into a slugfest with Thanos. Yeah. And, like... They captured that moment a thousand percent of the movie. I'm like, if there's one scene you got to get right in this run, it's the and he straps the and the shield is broken and he and he just stands there. And what's great about the scene is Captain America in that moment has no idea reinforcements are coming. Yeah, that's what makes that moment amazing. But why is that moment amazing? If we have this moment where he's like the shield is busted, he's bleeding, and he's just giving this speech about like. Like you stand because it is justice. It is it is right to stand up in the face of desperate, like like evil. You're not going to, but it is what, what makes you awesome. What makes you a good person is that you stand in the face of true evil. And he he straps the shield on. If that's against like Mysterio, <laughs> like you know, like, 
Like that that scene sucks. It's against Thanos. Yeah. That scene's awesome. Like great villains make stories great. Like yeah. that's why Nagash you gotta you might not like him, but part of the reason and you not you specifically, Mars. But yeah, no, I mean general you yeah. you may not like Nagash, but like the part of the reason you don't like him is because he's been a really good villain this whole time. You know, like yeah. he's been a great villain and he makes the other stuff cooler. Quite literally makes Teclas cooler by making him more edgy and awesome. Like he like Teclas has an emo phase now. It's great. No, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> I might actually like Teclas in the next few books now yeah, after like, that. Now that he's got an emo phase. Yeah. Um he's so, got some brooding darkness in him. I like it. I can get <laughs> Yeah, I can get behind that. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's like what what's been happening in 2.0 is like what a great villain also needs like some some pushback otherwise it's just yeah him getting away with that right and that's, and that, that, that's, that, that's been my issue that's my it. fault with archeon in general the only like yeah. archeon's only losses are because he's too busy off winning somewhere else yeah like he he just like well why why hasn't archeon like just won and stopped this thing over here oh because he was too busy over there winning <laughs> and he can't, he can't be everywhere he can't, at once he, to win everything. He can't be winning everywhere at once. That's why the eight points were so significant, because then he could get to some place and go win quick. During the Realmgate War, like that that's what that's what really what the stories were like. Oh, we're winning winning Archon shows up and kills everybody. Yeah. Oh, we're winning like well, the the yeah, problem is but... is <laughs> Archeon is powerful, but he is only one good one guy right exactly the the problem i have with like archaeon if they if they played up that he was only one guy a little bit more and that's his great point is that he's surrounded by incompetence and he he can't ever be everywhere at once and like the walls are closing in because he he can win anything forever but he just can't be everywhere at once and like it starts to like you know, like with uh, with the Sinister Six pl- yeah. plot lines for, with with Spider Man, it's like, yeah, he can beat any one of these six, but like he's so spread thin, and he's you know, and like yeah. his his life is unraveling, like with with Mary Jane and his 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 aunt's not healthy, and like his whole everything is unraveling around him, even though he could kick the ass of any one of these 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 villains. And that if you did that with Archeon's story, show me that he's just like it's all unraveling around him because he's so busy winning so hard. But that's not the perspective we get. The perspective what I we want, get. Yeah. Go on, go on. I was gonna say what what I want from the like. Uh, I think they're just trying to keep him like mysterious and like some superpower. Like oh, we don't know how bad he really is type of thing. But I want to see him like in front of his armies. These, these people are like, if you show weakness, they will break you type of stuff. So he has to keep that cool. But then he goes off to by himself where he like does this inner monologue of him just like the pressure still getting to him. He's still mortal. Like he just he destroyed a whole other world and he's still back here having to do this all over again. Right. I want to see it like weighing on him. Like he doesn't give a shit that he's evil or like doing anything. Yeah, he's no, like, he's... That doesn't matter. It's like he's sick and tired of having to keep doing this for the gods. He doesn't even like. But if he shows this weakness or like this this hesitation of like not wanting to do it anymore, they're going to kill him and he's well, fucked. I don't like that they made him a little more simpering in in Age of Sigmar. Actually, like he he he's actually going to try to find Slanesh on purpose. I thought he he doesn't give a fuck about the other the gods. Like 
there's no lack yeah. of Slanesh. You know, like that bugs me a little bit. Like, well, I mean, like if you read, I, I don't know if you read the Slanesh battle tome, but like the followers of Slanesh have to do a lot more to get blessings or get their prayers right. heard. So, like, if they told a story like, you know, Slanesh stuff, people will get distracted and will do a lot of excessive and self-damaging things. Well, they're, like, way too busy partying. Army. Like, they're they're just, yeah. like, look, they, they're fighting like, every fight hungover. Like, it's yeah. that rock and or roll concert they threw on, like, was super killer last night. But, like, yo, the hangover. It's, and then you got to gotta fight at noon. <laughs> go on. Sorry. Go on. Like, if it's getting in his personal way, like, it's making my fight and my army less effective so i need to go free their god to get this annoyance taken care of because it's hindering me in some way that'd make more sense but do but... they show it like i don't feel like they've shown us that no no but like no reading the slanesh battle tone they say like how the slanesh people have to do a lot more right right or hurt or anything but like if they use that with archeon like that would make more sense about why he's going out there and freeing them because yeah that's a question i had too like when i first read uh wrath of the ever which was like that's cool and all. I'm glad Slanesh is going to be free, but why is Archeon doing it? Like, yeah, I he mean, didn't care. You don't need to let Archeon be the one doing it. By the way, you can have Sigvald yeah. be the one freeing Slanesh. Like, you can. Yeah. You don't need Archeon to be the one trying to free Slanesh, and then Archeon maintains the agency we like to see, which is the like, you know, fuck your god, like I will, you know, conquer and take and yeah. do. Like, I want to see. I want to see an Archeon who's kind of bored with conquering. I want the bored king where he's like, le- like on his throne, you know, and like. You know, like, I want that Archeon. Um, I want that personal story. Elbendius says here, the ultimate purgatory for a warrior to forever win the battle, but never the war. I want to see that Archeon. Yeah. Like, my, my whole thing with Archeon is, like, the the notion of Archeon is super metal. Like, I love the, like, was a yeah. priest of Sigmar, learned some secret, gets super jaded, says, fuck your god, fuck all gods, and goes out to just, like, whoop ass. Like, it, like that's it's like an ultimate warrior, <laughs> like you know NWO yeah. Hulk Hogan, like that's that's pretty cool. But like, you need to like you need to use it appropriately, and they use him so much like a Deus Ex Machina push button. Archeon does the thing, and like we yeah. never get the we never get conflict. Good stories need conflict. The thing that you you were riffing on, the thing that you didn't like about Nagash, is it felt like he had no conflict. Yeah, right from your perspective, and. You know, insiders uh, like uh, with death will tell you, "Oh, this was a conflict. This was a conflict," and I couldn't sell you on that being enough of a conflict. Uh, you, in, in the general sense of the you, yeah. And like Archeon has an even harder sell to tell me he's got conflict. So you gotta oh. like, you gotta he, give me he, that POV. That's and I'm gonna go on, go on. I'll be honest with it. Like, I mean, chaos rules the realms. Like all the like we see a lot of stories from order, like the good side or yeah. death, and the good side. But if you look at it, like. The realms are still mostly controlled by chaos. Yeah, like, you're not wrong. They, he's not. He's not going to have conflict for a long time, except for when Bo- the Bone Reaper showed up. Like that's the first real conflict he had, and it was still more of a, again, an annoyance for him. Yeah, I'm just like, ah, uh, man, I I was winning oh, over here, now I got to go win over there again. Yeah, Ugh, disgusting. But like, like I understand. I like I could I could understand why there wasn't any real conflict for him, but it's like everywhere is pretty much his to begin with like you're showing up into his home territory at this point mm-hmm. when like we're first seeing age of sigmar like all the realms were his, were his except for like small holdouts and it's like whatever you're showing up i got home field advantage still but at this point it's like i want to see like this lose he's losing a war at this point 
he's losing ground every time there's a new city every time yeah, death does something every time destruction does something i want to see this taking a toll on him now because yeah. again as we keep saying he's just one man one mortal man that refuses demonhood he's not immortal essentially like he can be killed unlike bellacor right which and he has he has the same limitations as all other humans like except for lifespan Except for life. Well, I mean, that comes with like being a chaos lord. Like you get that extended lifespan. Right. To see chaos gods do that just to see how long it is. So you fuck up and turn into a chaos spawn or become a chaos de- or become a demon lord. Right. Demon prince. Uh, real real quick here. We had uh, anonymous gift subs uh, throwing out uh, oh. uh, three subs and then Caesar Earl of Grey T a gift in a tier one sub. That's nice. Uh, so people. thank you so much for the thank you so much for the those those subs out there. Uh, Elbendius, enjoy the you've been active uh, here in chat gang tonight. So uh, enjoy the Mr. Meff emotes. Be sure to like spam the chat gang as much as possible, and go find other Warhammer streamers, especially ones that hate Nagash. Spam that Nagash emote. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, sorry, but uh, Archeon's a good. Oh, sorry. You want to go? I yeah, I got I got some chat to catch up on, and then you keep yeah. keep a pin in your thought. Archeon only loses because yeah, we caught, we did that. The ultimate purgatory. Yep. Um, Caleb Kane, the Nightfall run uh, for Batman. He goes through the whole uh, Rogues Gallery before Bane confronts and breaks the uh, breaks him. Yeah, like the the whole like backbreaking thing. It's because he has to like deal with and then Bane and the Bane the intelligence of Bane, which is something they did get kind of correct in the movie that. Uh, you know, the all everything else was like kind of hilarious and lame, but like they did get like Bane's intelligence correct, and so like the criminal mastermind aspect. Yeah, um, imagine if that happens, but replace Bane with Bellacor. I think you could do that to Archeon, right? Like you, you like you have Bellacor be the Bane, and like Archeon is like, okay, I gotta go over here and win. I gotta go over there and win. Ah, the like I gotta go f- stop. This Arc Terminus bullshit. We're I gotta go get over here and like free Slanesh. I gotta you do that and then Bellacor shows up and like, oh, Chaos is chosen. You're their favorite son, eh? Oh, across the knee. And then I want that like that that story of like Archeon to lose a little bit of favor and get it back. Like I wanna hear that story personally. But like yeah. I know that not everyone who like stands for Archeon wants to hear that story. Um that, like I I don't know, that's just me thing. It's not necessarily correct, it's it's just my perspective. Um Batman, Red Rain, Batman versus Dracula is a lot of fun. Haven't read it. Court of Owls is excellent. Uh, is absolutely excellent. I think Long Halloween is is still my favorite. Uh, Batman run. If you haven't read it, that's where the calendar shows up. Which is a stupid name, but like it's it's Batman as a detective with like a serial killer plot. It's excellent. Um, like uh, noir, noir. Yeah, a lot I've, more, a lot more noir, a lot more like investigative. If you haven't read, if you if you like Batman or just like comics in general, Long Halloween's still my favorite. Um, I've been looking into getting into comics. I've never actually read them, but I just found I a store just opened up next down the street for me in July. Well, this last July, and I didn't even know yeah. that doing Age of Sigmar in comics. I'm like, well, now I need to look at that because. Uh, uh, Leo says, "I like uh, I think of Archeon as just a tired warlord trying to maintain his uncontrollable army of morons." <laughs> I, I like that take. That's a good take. Like the old King Call story, where he used to be a barbarian, now he's king and he's bored and tired. Then an assassin tries to kill him, and it reinvigorates him to restart his barbarianness. Yeah, or uh, or like Logan Ninefinger in in uh, the uh, um. Uh, uh, Joe Abercrombie story. What is it? Uh, the Way of the Blade or whatever. 
Uh, that's pretty good. Like, Logan's pretty awesome in that. He's, a like, a barbarian king, and, like, he's just... He's killed all of his enemies, so he has no enemies left to kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Long Halloween's really good. I must go to work. All right, have fun at work. Thank you for having a, a great conversation with us this evening. Um, yeah, so your, your thought on Archeon, you, you were mentioning, like, this. So, no, uh, a little bit of spoilers for the Bellacore book. I don't know if anybody wants to dip out when I go well, into this. Be, the one thing I want to say about Teclas before we move on. Yeah. Is that? Well, yeah, I guess I should probably finish my thoughts on that too. <laughs> I, I think that uh, I think that uh, Nagash made Teclas a Horcrux. To use your oh, terminology, yeah, no. but yeah, uh, from the, our sort of pre-show, um, yeah. like it talk, he gets like all he gets his goth phase and stuff. Like I think Nagash, uh, like in case of emergency, hit button like, and he like imprinted part of his soul stuff with his sword onto uh, Teclas. So yeah, even though like Nagash loses it's a little bit of that like the seeds are sown because nagash is a he's a thinking man he actually yeah. shows me that he thinks and has these long running plans that like come to fruition and stuff like that like uh that yeah time. i haven't seen that I want to link yeah to uh tj uh something tj um it's on the the I, I shared his last one to Twitter. He doesn't have a Twitter. I'm like, do you have a Twitter or an Instagram? Because I want to share this stuff. And he's like, nah. I'm like, because I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like, this is my art. Here, look at how great it is. But I'll pull it up. It's on the Facebook group while you while you go ahead and, and move into your Archeon. Well, I, yeah, with, with with the end of Tackless, um, what Nagash doing, I thought, I, I don't think Nagash is dead. I don't think he'd kill him. Uh, I think the end of Tackless, I... I think with all the talk back and forth with Alario, it shows how short-sighted Teclas really is, mm-hmm. despite how f- how far into the future he thinks he looks. <laughs> yeah. Garden Nagash. Um, but with Bellacore, because we kept talking about him, spoilers for it, and Archeon not having any foils or anything, Bellacore, thousand-foot view, is Bellacore trying to usurp Archeon. See, that's a great foil. That's a great foil. It is. Actually, it is freaking. Off. I I didn't get to finish this like all the details in the midpoint because I was still. I just got it today. I was reading it, mm-hmm. um. But thousand foot view, arc. Uh, he wants to spread. He wants to take Nagash's plan of spreading, corrupting realm gates, right, mm-hmm. and spreading the effects of uh, Shayish. But he wants to do it with chaos. And he figured, like, we, we know you could destroy Realm Gates, as as Doug pointed out in his videos, too. Like, we've known that for a while. Um, but he wants to take, he wants to corrupt the Realm Gates and then blow them up in, like, chain reactions. And, and then have, like, the corruption just constantly spew out. That way he could show uh, the gods that, like, hey, I should be the Ever Chosen, not that mortal chump you got running around not doing what what you want him to do right because he's just dragging his feet um he obviously gets foiled from doing it to all realm gates all over the world because uh, again then he spreads then himself no too line. thin yeah. right yeah um no it's not even that like he just bellacore is like nagash like he wants to sit there think look at everything that could possibly happen and account for everything before he lays his plans into motion and like I, I briefly read the end before we did this, as, as you know, mm-hmm. and 
what I'm gathering, just based off the hints from what I just read, it, it wasn't like he was going to death, like most definitely lose. It was more like he didn't account for um, the Caradron Overlord showing up. And that kind of threw his plan into disarray. And he's not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, he He's a very meticulous planner. He wants to account for everything and know all the variables before he goes and does something. Mm-hmm. So, like, they came in, they wrecked his plan, wrecked his stuff up, and he retreated. And, like, he still did a lot of damage, destroyed a lot of realm gates, spread a lot of corruption, like the chaos clouds are still floating out there, preventing stormcast souls from going back and corrupting realms. But he, he went back, and he's, he's sitting there and just plotting some more yeah. to, to overthrow Archeon. Yeah. I, I I think the story can I think Archeon's story is going to have a lot more conflict with Bellacor now. Bellacor has more agency than really given before where like, oh, he just has to do what the gods tell him to do, where like Bellacor can just Yeah, um you cut out there uh, He can undermine Archeon at every step if he feels like it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, isn't there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this for certain myself, Caleb. Um, uh, dark. Uh, dark. Uh, Dracon asks first. Do you really think Bellacor could take Archeon? Not necessarily in a straight up fight, but he doesn't need to. Like the thinking. I mean, first off, Catacros almost beat Arch. Uh, like Archeon in single combat. It was the fucking mount that. My internet disconnected. I missed everything up till you said. Doesn't need to catacross. No, you you didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say we've got some questions here from checking about Archeon. We'll get we'll, oh. we'll get back into that. Um, like so so Catacross almost beat Archeon in single combat and and Wrath of the Everchosen, and he was holding back right like as the implication we get like he was like doing the Vegeta thing where he's holding back a little bit and or or the Frieza thing. This isn't even my final form. He was kind of doing a little bit of that. Um, Versus Archeon, and then Archeon's freaking mount is what... So, like, you got the impression impression that, like, if Catacross, like, gets rid of his mount, he could beat Archeon in single combat. Um, I don't think Bellacor is at that level uh, to where he could even... Yeah, he's a demon prince, but I think uh, I think Archeon would whoop his ass in... Bel- sing- Bellacor isn't even, like, a, like, like stat-wise and stuff. Like, he's big, intimidating fighter. He doesn't want to do that, though. He's a... He's the type of person like I want to do everything I can to weaken you. I'll poison you. Yes, and then I'll come in and kill you. I'm but, not. Why risk myself to fight you? Right. When I can find other ways to defeat. Right, you? and and that's what I think Bellacor's plan would ultimately be is to get yeah. is to basically be in a situation where where he gets Archeon in a battle that he could like he could win and 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 Bellacor's there like supporting him and then just kind of turns his back on him and lets him die. You know, yeah. like, and yeah. like at the end, he's like, I wanted Dragon to know Age it was Oregon. me. Like, you know, I, that's the, that's the type of thing yeah. I see Bellacor doing. Um, yeah. Not in a single combat type sense. That's, no, that's not, what no. I think Bellacor's plan is, is to like, is to like, just sort of like, just to basically to weaken Archeon and then make Archeon look like a chump before he like does like the killing blow type thing, but not like actually like outright I'd... fight him. I don't even think Bellacor would even kill him. I think Bellacor, as long as he weakened him, make him look like a chump, and like made him lose favor, I think Bellacor would be okay with having him like 
Try like, oh no, now now you got to serve me like I had to serve you. Yeah, yeah, no, like, you're you're not wrong. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, and so this art I just pulled up. This is a uh, this is Eric TJ. Um, they're on Facebook. Uh, they keep sharing uh, these. They they did the oh, the disapproving samurai, really uh, like art that I I shared a little bit ago on Twitter. Um, this one I didn't share on on Twitter because uh, it it feels weird sharing other people's art when you can't like tag them in it to be like, yo, this is their art. But apparently yeah. they're on Instas, and I too am on Instas, but I don't ever use it. So maybe uh, that's I'll... what I mostly use. You should get on Insta. It's the way to be. I I should probably start using. I should probably transition a little bit over to like Instagram and use it a little bit more because the negativity engine that is Twitter purposefully it bothers me just from like a philosophical stance, like just how they yeah. they force engagement through negativity, and I just I don't jive with that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I. I really like Instagram as like a community. Hmm. It's usually a lot more positive. To... I've had to unfollow some people because they kept talking about like drama stuff I never saw or negativity I never saw. Right. But as soon as I did that, like, good, all happiness. <laughs> to be fair, my Twitter and and so far our Discord, the chat gang Discord, like to be fair, my Twitter is like pretty righteous. I've I've never I haven't had any of this Twitter drama. I've witnessed Twitter drama occur, like you know, peripherally, but it's never been directly on my wall. It's been like seeing my, like a friend of mine, like say something and like yeah. clicking on it and seeing what's going on and being like, ah, shit. Or like every now and then I'll catch like a retweet of something, but like I've curated my Twitter following or who I follow on Twitter so much that I, I'm pretty much, uh, I, I'm pretty insulated on Twitter, but that's by design. I know people yeah. like complain about echo chambers and I'm like, you don't understand. Like I have Twitter only for this. If I weren't a streamer and a podcaster, I wouldn't have a Twitter at all. And if I didn't have a family, I wouldn't have fucking Facebook. Read the shirt. Social media was yeah. a mistake. Um, the, no, I'm the, mostly off Facebook because of negativity. I, 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 wanna, I, I like, think yeah. about deleting it like monthly. It's just all my pictures are there for like my kids and stuff. And it's like, Same. yeah, I'm like, Ugh. like if I delete this, then I lose just a decade of photos. And it's like, yeah. No, that's why I kept like I tried to download them all. I was like, it was like four hours. I'm not waiting four hours. And if they had a it. button where I could download all, you know, like, and then it just dumps they all do. my, they do, yeah. Oh, well then I'll be deleting my Twitter or I'll be deleting my Facebook soon. Sorry, everyone who's gotten to know me on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I I fucking despise Facebook as a platform. And I, I if I didn't use like. Because Messenger makes you keep your Facebook active or like deactivate. See, I do use Messenger to communicate with people a lot. Yeah, so that's that's why I use like face like video chat some of my family. So I'm like, it can't you can't delete it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, people aren't willing to switch types of phones just to use the phone app video app that I have. Well, you'll you'll know. Here we go. A little little glimpse into Mefland. Uh, so that's my social feed, uh, or my social button. It's uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, Snapchat. Because that's how my like siblings communicate. Because they're younger. The yeah. Instas, uh, Discord, and WhatsApp that I'm in exactly zero groups. Oh no, I'm in three groups for. Um, I'm in zero group. I don't know how to use WhatsApp. I um, keep hearing people like, "We're in a WhatsApp group for this army." I'm like, I don't know how you get in there. <laughs> I don't keep actual Facebook itself on my phone. I only keep Messenger. No. Um, yeah. I, I uh, wouldn't have kept Facebook on my – I wouldn't have – like, Facebook, I, I made the mistake of signing into a bunch of 
apps with a Facebook login a long time ago. So I have to like have some amount of Facebook on my phone, but I mostly only ever check Facebook on my on my computer, and uh, I just I don't know like it. There's just it, did it go too far? Like I don't know what happened. Like I'll, I'll go to read a news story, you know, and like with Twitter, I feel like there's a, like a degree of removal. Like if I read the news story as it shows up in my feed, first off, it should never show up in my feed. Every time they advertise something, I tell them it's an inappropriate ad. <laughs> Every single time, like, stop advertising. Do you want to follow this group of Twitter stuff? Like, game? No, I don't. I don't want to follow fucking anything. There's people I follow specifically. I just want to see what they're doing. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. God, I'm such a, like, I'm such an introvert with technology, even. It's so weird. So, <laughs> um, uh, here in Brazil, we basically only use WhatsApp. And uh, I guess a lot of Euro- Europeans use WhatsApp a lot, too, which is why it has, like, a prominence in the Warhammer community, because we have a, a huge, like, uh, you know, like, Euro and UK core. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. But, like, I hear about, so- about some WhatsApp drama, and I'm like, wait, you mean it's, like, a Facebook messenger group I'm just, like, in the whole time with, like, a thousand people? No, thank you. This is the opposite of what I want to be a part of. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be look for WhatsApp group. Like I'm bad with Discord, let alone like I start getting notified. Yours, your Discord's really the only one I keep all channels to notify me with because I'm not getting blown up. But like I've I have a, a Discord group with like some friends from like high school. There's like five of us in there, constantly going off because they have like all these bots and stuff for everything. Like I don't, I don't care about eighty percent of this. And the other 20%, I don't care about right now either. So, hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's weird. Like, social media is one of the best, worst inventions of all time. You know, like, it's yeah. just, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the atom, it's the atom bomb of, of the digital age. It's just the, the, the disinformation campaigns, the thought manipulation, the, the binary conversations where, and I, you know, that's a double entendre binary because zeros and ones, ha 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 ha. <laughs> but also binary isn't, and you know, you go, I go, I say something, you say something. If I don't exactly state the thing in a complete enough manner, then you think that my disagreement with you is a 100% disagreement with everything you believe that, you know, I didn't like make qualifiers for. It's just such a weird obtuse it's great because you're in you're in you know a different time zone for me and we're running a podcast right now on social media discord is a, yeah. is a media platform right like that's awesome but then on the flip side you're like like all the the just chaos of it all and man i don't know yeah <laughs> keeping up with discord <laughs> is my least favorite thing you know what my secret to keeping up with discord is caleb i don't uh, I, I just like I get like I the only one I care about actively is is the chat gang discord. I look at it. Okay, there's memes is white right now and that's it. So I'll like when a bunch of them get a bunch of white, then I look at them and I, I catch up a, real quick. But uh, like all of these have just like a million notifications of all the other discords I'm in and I'll just never go in them now because there's too many. Yep. I'm here. <laughs> like, like, That's mine too. Like I remember I gave AOS coach the advice to open up his his uh to open up his uh his Discord cuz it was going to be a Patreon thing and his his community has like septupled in 
in size because he opened up his Discord as not just a Patreon thing. But on the other hand, it's just noise. If I'm in Discord reading something in our Discord, all I see is just like new message and new new message and coach, new message and coach, new message and coach. It just like keeps flashing at the top of my screen and covering up the sweet sweet pictures of models that I look at. I hate it. Yeah. No, I'll just yeah. I I just turn off those notif- notifications too for like yeah yeah like, no I mean that's the thing is my phone stays on silent it, it's it's not it's it's on silent at all times it's it, I grab it and then I look at it and then I look at the top of the screen to see what all has happened oh someone liked my comment on something and I oh Insta's some a bunch of people just followed me on Insta's interesting um did you just follow me on Instagram chat gang um <laughs> like weird. Uh, my name is not the same name on there. It's, I think it is Mephisto, but I don't know. It's like Mephisto FM or something. Um, and my profile pic is the pic from when I, uh, when I started it, which is me drinking an entire box of wine the night, uh, an election happened, uh, from some time ago. (laughs) You really don't use it. These three pictures. Do I have three pictures on there? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, three. That's, that's, that's two more than I thought I had. I, I, this interface is weird to me. So I clicked on my image. And now it wants to do stuff. What the fuck? I don't. I don't know what you're I'm, doing. I'm boomerang so hard right now. <laughs> it's not even funny. What were we even talking about before we got so sidetracked? Yeah, I have like I I I'll I like I try to talk to people and be like active, but I have all my notifications off, so it's on my terms. Is really what the the short end of it the short of it is. It's just like everything, my phone, my phone never comes off silent. If you call me, I know that you're calling me because it's attached to my Bluetooth in my work truck. And like, I see that, like, I'm getting a phone call on the dashboard or I'm home and then you call me. And when I check my phone intravenously, I see that I have like a million missed calls. And I look and if you're important, then I call you back. And if you're not, you would have left a voicemail and I check my voicemail sometimes. Uh, I don't have my cell phone for the convenience of other people reaching me at all times and every hour. I have my cell phone for the convenience of me doing the things I want to do. I, I uh, um, go ahead. I didn't get a cell phone till after I was fully grown and the military said I had to have a phone. I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I hate having a phone. I really like, I, if I didn't have kids and a divorce and they spend time away, I would just shut it off and just get a landline. See, but, I I wouldn't even have a landline. Molly wants Molly every now and then she's like, "We should get a landline." And she does it just cuz she knows it triggers me. Like I just it's like Mass the Mass Effect 3 rant if you've ever happened to catch <laughs> if you've ever happened to catch the uh, the rant cam, here you go. For those of you maybe not. Oh no, rant cam's not going to show up. Oops. Um if you ever ca- uh if you ever ca- happen to catch the rant cam uh uh thing uh, with a Mass Effect three, my rant about landlines is like even more intense, and I get like actually angry instead of fake angry for funniness. You know, I get I get fake angry at during a rant on something like this because it's humorous, and I get truly angry at landlines. I hate them. Like they ring the fucking telemarketers, like, and now like people know you have a landline, so they're like the novelty of it, and like you wouldn't call me on my cell phone; you just send me a text on something unimportant. But it's so like, and then I read the unimportant text. I'm like, ah oh, ha ha, lol, and emoji, whatever the fuck. 
But, like, you know I have a landline and now it's novelty? You're going to fucking call me? No. I don't want to talk to you. If I wanted to talk to you, I'd have called you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... I'm such a curmudgeon. It's, like, yeah. I love technology so much, and yet there's just these certain things I just, like, I... leave me alone. <laughs> if, if you had a landline, you wouldn't have text messages. So, I mean... You'd have to call me to be like, hey, did you get milk? No. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Just send send a text. It's, like, efficient. I don't have to, well, like, like, have a whole conversation. I don't know. I like, But the reason I didn't get a cell phone until I was forced to get a cell phone was, like, I like the idea, like, you can't get a hold of me until I wanted you to get a hold of me. Right. Because I could landline, I could just take it off the receiver. You, know, you can't call me. Yeah, but then why are you paying to have the landline the whole time? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like, I I put it back on when I'm okay to talk. But, like, if I was, like, I don't want to be bugged for a while, off. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I gotta do. Cell phone, like, it, I gotta leave it on now. My kids might call. I don't know. I just hmm. when they turn eighteen, my phone's going off. I'm getting a landline, and then like if I leave the house to go get some, better hope I didn't forget to go get. But something. then how am I supposed to send them. you my dick pics? That's fair. I do need those. <laughs> That's email. You can email me. I can email. Yeah, yeah I can email. Yeah. Like yeah. speaking of or, things, like. Like, when's or, the last time like anyone really Polaroid? checked their email? Like every day, really? Yeah, wow. I check my I check my email like a lot. Actually, I get a I have a lot of information that comes through my email <laughs> and <laughs> snail mail too. I I check a lot of the old stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry about this last uh, sticker batch, everyone. I, I didn't send like I I wrote notes with the last set of stickers I sent out. Um, I didn't write notes at all. I just put the stickers in the envelope and sent them because I, I don't know. I, I have no good excuse. I like the personal touch. It's the whole reason I, I am the way I am, but I just, it was like, I, I didn't want to like take a whole like three months to send stickers like I did the last time. Cause I, I hand wrote a note with everyone. I, I, I love you all chat gang. I truly do. Um, you're about to piss the fuck off. But love you. <laughs> pass the fuck out. <laughs> oh, pass the fuck out. Um, uh, saw that you got those. Uh, yeah, you good. You good. You good, Tomb Dad. I saw that you were you were you were hooping recently. Um, see now, somebody wants to send me a message <laughs> on Insta. You can message on the Instas. What the fuck? Is it just yeah, like wow. different Twitter? Is that all it is? I, but for pictures, yeah, sure. Yeah. Can I can I talk make the talky things and say stuff to people like with words? Can I make a post that's just words? Uh, yeah. If you put it on your story or you make a post and you screenshot it and post it, yeah. Huh. Um, I don't know. But back to this dick pic thing you're doing. <laughs> what you should do get one of those old. Uh, just, just get a disposable camera. A Polaroids, right? Yeah, Snail mail. Polaroids, something. Yeah, yep. do it like in the old Send days. Them on my way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I watched the, uh, I watched the, uh, there's some video or something like people are talking about like, oh, I'm going through my like, my grandparents, my great grandparents stuff, and like, you know, just to remember them. And I, I open up these letters. I thought they're gonna be like nice, cute love letters, and it's my grandma sexting but through a letter to my grandfather and there's a grandmother in there with it and i don't know why she put it in with all these little, 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 little 
Probably because you didn't think people were going to be going through them, and now here you are going through all their sex to mail and shit. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't remember who I was talking to. I think this was just like a random Discord conversation, uh, like last night or the night before. Um, you know, Greg was in there. Um, uh, um, like a couple, uh, uh, Leo was in there. A few, a few folks from Chat Gang were in there. We were talking, and it's like the like like humanity operates on a couple axioms in terms of advancement and like achievement, and it's sex and war, and like. <laughs> Yeah. Letter like everything will inevitably be used for one of those two things. Like so, if it's snail mail, like sex or war, like <laughs> you know, like like the post, both, the, <laughs> the post office pretty much sprang up, or like the Pony Express and stuff like that, pretty much sprang up to like deliver wartime orders and stuff like that, right? Like was, and yeah. then it became for sex, and that is literally everything. It's that axiom. It's it's war and then sex. That is everything yep. in existence. <laughs> I can't wait for something to be sex and then war. That's gonna be a fun yeah. We gotta time. flip. We gotta flip the action. Yeah. <laughs> Make love first, then war. Right? Like yeah. not the other way around. Oh, um, I want a dildo gun so bad now. <laughs> you are a slanesh player. <laughs> well, it's like like but, imagine how much fun war would be well, then. Like, Nobody's you, dying. You're just getting dicks to the face. Like yeah, <laughs> that would be well. This this <laughs> takes like. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, what if we could, like, solve like you know, like conflict, like like physical conflicts, border disputes, and stuff like that, but in like mm -hmm. a humiliating but non-lethal manner, you know? Yeah. Like that's not so bad. Like you know, we we yeah. uh, like we actually do stop nuclear proliferation and and some of these like these bad things, and like we really do disarm people. Like like imagine the a world like where we never invented guns just like like dildo like they just shoot dildos it's at people dildos, like yeah. in cyberpunk right like hey, if you know it doesn't have to be like hard dildos it would be like the gummy dicks that you could buy yeah it just shoots gummy dicks at people like like you're holding up like you're holding up a store to like rob it and you're like like don't make me do this man don't make me just put the money in the bag and you're like i don't want to get hit in the face with a rubber dick like and like more <laughs> time this week uh, I'm so tired of all these. Oh uh, no! Face. And like you fall down, like you are dying. Just like uh, tell my kids, I love them. <laughs> just like <laughs> this is this. <laughs> just be. Don't tell my kids it happened again. Yeah, don't tell them it happened again. Oh man. Well, I like. I want the. Uh, I want conflicts to be solved like uh, like Space Jam, but with like like Magic the Gathering or or like a fighting game or Warhammer. <laughs> Like where like the the aliens come down like the monsters and like okay we got this dispute oh all right all right like right. like Palestine is you know they're you know they they they're disputing some 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 land here and um are you know what you guys are gonna play Magic the Gathering for this shit right now like play it real quick and then and they're just like they're in a never ending war of of playing Magic the Gathering right. and I don't mean <laughs> to downplay some really problematic geopolitical stuff but I'm just. I'm thinking about a world of peace where we like solve our problems with like war games rather than just really war. It, uh, because some, it's I'm... never it's never the people, you know, who want to fight the wars that are fucking dying in them. It's always no. the working class. You know, it's always slobs like you and me. And so they, like uh... if we just like somehow like you know, you think about that World War One story where they like they just they ran out of ammo so they just played fucking soccer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like 
Don't even speak the same language. There's fuck fuck it, soccer. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else is he gonna do? The um there's an episode of American Dad where Roger and Stan are fighting a lot and Haley's like, they just need to fuck and get it over with. I think a lot of problems can be solved around the world with these world leaders. If you just let them put them in a room, put on some like smooth jazz and just let them fuck. <laughs> It'll be smooth. It'll be cool. Everybody will be happy afterwards. Yeah. That's what it is. They're just they're just so pent up, like that sexual tension's driving them crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't doubt that that's part of it. Like I, I think oh, a it lot, Yeah. A lot, a lot of these places are like mm, can't, not it's wrong to think like that. I'm like, mate, just just give in. Just yeah. let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like like all the repression and like and the prude like being a prude. You know, like how many people are just violent, horrible people because they won't admit that they, you know, that they're human and they have urges yeah. and stuff like that. And like, yeah. I mean, you listen to a lot of true crime stories. You hear well, the vast like majority of serial, the serial killers were like, like they had some sexual repression and like yeah. they weren't allowed to just like be out and proud. Right. They had to like get abused yeah. by their parents and hide the fact that they just like they just wanted to have sex. And like, yeah. like, and then yeah. it went on, it became stigmatized and then it went, and then it went, became po- about power and then it became about all these other like horrible things and it gets, their brains get rewired because abuse and some predisposition. Like, like if, if Dahmer wasn't beaten and like, wasn't shamed because he had, because he might've like, who it could have been a different world. If, yeah we were more accepting of, 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 of people and like their identities and stuff like that. Like, I'm not saying that like Dahmer wasn't a monster or like he wouldn't have been bad in some, like we don't truly know, but I know for a fact there's people out there that, that like, it's, it's a stereotype for a reason that, that the guy who's, who's not allowed to like express themselves lashes out violently instead because they have to keep everything repressed and be prudes. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's uh that's above my pay grade. I don't really again, I don't I don't want I don't judge people for for what they believe and 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 stuff like that. I just think that we need to be more accepting of people and um we were joking and we let we landed on this and now I'm like, "Oh no, how do I say words to not offend people?" So, segue. <laughs> if Teclas and Nagash fucked, I guess is what I'm saying. Then I think it would probably have been a better world. Yeah, like the mortal realms would be a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd get light and death. Which I well, somebody's show is bringing that up. Like, oh, the god of light. The opposite was death. Which we think like in the story, which which was interesting. Yeah, I, normally like yeah, instead of like light and dark fighting is light and death, and life was like nah, don't. Don't get involved, which I thought that was an interesting take on it all. Because when it gets right down to it, like life is has both like life itself is is cyclical. Like when you talk about like gods, gods of life tend to be gods of death, too, in a lot of mythology, because like they're it's part of like a whole cyclical process. Like the stuff dies. There's like, you know, like the the stuff dies and then it becomes part of a rebirth. Like usually gods of life have like a whole they contain yeah. death too. And well, with... I mean like in the more modern take of the life and death fight, like people normally put them opposed to each other these sure. days. Sure. And it was, it was interesting. 
um, his internet cut out again. Yeah, we didn't your internet. Yeah, you're back, you're back now. You're okay. back now. Uh, you, you were saying it was interesting, and uh, then that's where you cut out. And I think you were about to say that it's interesting that in Age of Sigmar, they opposed light to death as opposed to life to death. And then the goddess of life is actually the balancing act right now. She's yeah. the one bridging and calming the rift between death and light. Or which trying a, to, yeah. Right, which is an interesting... Yeah. That's the interesting take. Uh, go ahead and extrapolate yeah. on that. I'm sorry. No, I thought that was an interesting take because I feel like the easier the easy way and like the more obvious route would have been have the goddess of life go in and fight death because death is overstepping or something. Mm-hmm. Where you, Instead, she's like, no, man, take a... It's all going to... It's all going to happen. It's a cycle. Tech's like, no. Mm-mm. Now it's not. I don't think it will. I'm going to I'm gonna protect your cycle because I don't think it's going to happen if I don't. I know better about what's going on with you and what's going on with him, and I know how to fix this. Well, I wonder if it if it has to do with like hope and darkness. If if light is hope, because like you th- yeah. you talk about like the nature of grief, and this is fresh on my mind because of the funeral. Like, yeah. if you think about like the nature of grief, like you feel if you fall into that like that grief over death, it feels like the lights kind of go out around you. And inside you, yeah. in fact, like that, you know, that that hopelessness. So I, I, I think that's a it's an interesting it's something that I am currently going to spend tomorrow thinking about all day because I think it's a really fun. That's a really good dynamic. I think there's something being said there. I don't think yeah. it's accidental that they're like, oh, yeah, the hope light man is going to go fight the, the death ambition guy and the life cycles of life like goddess is going to be like yo hang on here yeah no i thought was, yeah i think it's just interesting yeah. I, a typical I like guy mansplaining the cycle of life to the life goddess right <laughs> yeah. right yeah <laughs> i loved it <laughs> uh, no, 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 just no, another you... reason to hate techless he's an actually guy and he just like pushed his like suddenly had bifocals on uh... and pushed his bifocals <laughs> up and um actually hilarious well, I so I think like obviously Texas is always this arrogant and prideful as he you're, is. You're gonna out. have to vamp. Yeah. This is the technical yeah. term for talking by yourself. Yeah. On you're gonna have to um, vamp for a while on your on your own. I'll be right back. Yeah, go 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 go. So I I thought it was interesting. So with the realm of highish, uh, it does certain things to people, makes them more prideful and uh, ambitious and smart. I guess. Uh, and I wonder if, like, I know Tech Plus has always been ambitious and prideful and arrogant, but I wonder if the realms themselves have played uh, any role in, like, making that worse. You know, I don't feel like the realm, because the gods didn't make the realms, so it's not like a part of them. They're more of more part of the realms. And I feel like they might have something to do with, uh, well, the spiral this for a reason yeah yeah uh yeah i guess that's true <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> fedora <laughs> yeah but I, I was thinking about that because i mean it's it takes a lot of arrogance like mm, this whole thing that you got going on goddess of life you're you don't know what you're talking about i know what i'm doing and it, it's it's weird that like now, like the, this whole time, 
from the age of myth to the age of chaos to now that he's just been sitting there thinking about all like he could have he could have done a lot more in the age of chaos than he actually did he was more worried about hanging out and protecting slanesh it seems and then starts hanging out in the realms more making lumineth realm lords probably getting more arrogant like look what i could do messed up with the Ineth Deacon. They don't really count though. They're just you know, they they they're they're like that first batch of cookies you make is you screw it all up and you burn them a little bit. Throw them out. <laughs> and uh they make Lumineth Realm Lord starts getting more arrogant, hanging out in the realms more, doing that whole like realm spirity druidy walking around stuff, getting out getting more affected with by the realm and then yeah just gets to a point where like i know everything everybody's beneath me and nobody knows what's going on other than me that they just they can't see it like i can and i think that 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 whole like he's always been there but i feel like it's worse he's more arrogant than before because he's literally telling the goddess of life i know what's happening you don't like (laughs) you don't understand the powers you're messing with goddess of life messing with life but i do yeah 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 well i hope i want alarial's new war scroll like we got marathi's i i I desperately want that and i want to i want sylvaneth to get their third book desperately she's been focal in like two stories now of yeah three right and uh so like maybe I don't know that we get like a uh, we get a broken realms uh, a, a broken realms Alarial, but I would love for Alarial to get some some update. And I'm one of the the people who I don't if we were to have like a debate about who's more powerful, right? Yeah, I wouldn't use the War Scrolls in a debate. No, I don't think that they're they're relevant to like the the sort of like narrative and the fluff of what's going on. Right. I'm sorry, like, they, they can't, well, obviously they can't be, because... Right. For, Nagash literally could just kill people. Just yeah, walk like, the hand of dust is actually just yeah. a, like, in the yeah. dead. Like, he, he, in some of the stories, he lets out, like, a, a wave of wave. death yeah. and stuff just, and just dies. Dies, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that, That's and that's fine, because we gotta play a game. But, like, I feel like people think yeah. that the game is the truth no. of, of the stuff, and, like, in in a certain sense, like we're buying a game to play a game, but you have to we're, like we're making reservations that when we play the game, it has to be balanced. Therefore, it can't be real, right? Yeah. Like it can't be it can't obey the rules of their own world. Even yeah, like, it's got to obey rule rules, not world rules. Yeah. No, and I mean that kind of touches on what I was saying about the new models for Slanesh, like the models in the books kind of they're following a story you can't just throw them in there when the story hasn't brought them in yet that'd just be weird this isn't a case to like make shit underpowered on the table by the way that's not that's not if that's the read people are getting from this that's that's no you should still feel like alarial is a god when you play the alarial model you know but it's not fair to be like this god of death 
killed everything on the table right. and left him down. Right. You got it. You got Nagash could do that, but in yeah, the story, you, but you don't want to play against something like that. Right. There's no fun in it. A, a thousand percent. And I still don't get me wrong. I do want to play Nagash on the table, so I'm okay with with like it being nerfed from what the story would be, so that I'm yeah. allowed to play it and enjoy that experience at all. Like, my brain is already doing the, like, sort of extra math and carrying the one to be like, well, he would really be this powerful. I'm already doing that, and I'm having a lot of fun. Like, we, like, we are at once obsessed with this, uh, we are at once obsessed with, like, verisimilitude in the correct way and in the incorrect way. Like, yes, it should, but, like, yes, it should feel like the thing on the table. Like uh, from what we hear in the narrative, but it should be a representation yeah. of not, the thing. Not on a the one table. for one. Not a one to one. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you need to convince me. It's like uh, it, it, when 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 I learned to write dialogue. This is a narrative episode. Uh, when I learned to write dialogue for stories, you're not writing dialogue as people actually talk. You're writing a representation of how people actually talk when you write yeah. dialogue in a story. Because if you write. How people actually talk. Think about like our pauses. We're in a pretty structured form of talking right now. By the way, I say something, you say something. We have a yeah. we have a we have a thing leading us through our conversation. I want like I implore anybody to go out and actually listen to people have a conversation and don't say anything. Just sit there and listen to it, and just like and just like maybe even like if if it's like your friends like in a in a in a in your house or something like that. Say, hey, I want to record this. This is a thought experiment that, that Mephisto sent me on. Record it, and then transcribe that exact conversation. It's not good dialogue <laughs> in a story. It's bad. It's not good. You're writing a representation of dialogue, just like with rules and models and stuff like that. You're writing a representation. Even that the game is kind of like the part we engage with and interact with, because the narrative is yeah. just something that floats out there and yada, yada, yada. And I am... Very much a kind of a gamer first, and a, I care about the narrative and the models in my own capacity, kind of besides that, or on like a Venn diagram overlapping with that. Uh, but again, it's a proxy for that stuff. It's very important that people think of it that way rather than wanting yeah. a li- We're dealing in metaphor here, people, is I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't be so literal. Yeah. Um. This avatar of blank is... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I thought. Like, that's what I just was, assume anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I like when I saw Nagash, I'm like, oh, that's probably just an avatar of Nagash. Then I go and put gods on there, and that's all real when I first got into the game. I'm like, oh, I guess gods really are on the table, which I kind of like that more than the avatar of. Mm, interesting. Personally. Yeah, I think well, you're a lesser, lesser of opinion yeah. there. Go on. Probably. I mean, like, I like I like the gods. I don't mean lesser back. opinion. I mean minority opinion. Sorry. Like it's, yeah, it's I, a I know what you opinion. Meant. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. I I like I like the gods coming and having a direct. It goes back to like Archeon being only one man, except for the gods. You see the gods lose more often mm-hmm. than Archeon does because they're only the one god and they're only in one location per time. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess playing on the tabletop isn't a one for one for the story as we talked about. But when I go to play, even if it's like at an event or a tournament. I'm still playing a narrative in my own head. I I'm going thing. there. I do the same thing. So, like, I'm bringing the god. That god's there on my side on that table doing fighting for me on this fight. That's what it is for me. Yeah. So yeah. I enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I struggled to write narratives for my Legions of Nagash army because, uh, like I'm like, I'm fielding Nagash. Like that's, that's who that is. It's hard to write a story about an army that is mine. That's fielded by Nate. That's run by Nagash. Like that's how do I even begin to, you know, write this story? You take the other, I assume you brought another hero. Yeah. Yeah. That's the character you write about. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Like I'm taking Sigvald to this event. It's not about Sigvald. Sigvald's with me because I'm going after the OBR in the all points. Uh That's why he's there. But my guy is going there because that's a good story to go make your name with. A real real narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and I, I learned to like do proxy and do some stuff you know, using a proxy in the narrative and I learned some stuff there, but like, you know, even as I talk about like metaphor versus literal and no one-to-ones, like my brain is still, again, I'm a gamer kind of first when it comes to how I approach Age of Sigmar. Uh, I might be a writer IRL, but like when I, I come to Age of Sigmar because I want to play it, I love this game. I love the setting. I like, I want to put my stuff on the table and like, I want to feel that, that rush of rolling dice and thinking tactically and, you know, like, the everything else is an excuse to get to that moment. Yeah. And uh and despite being a writer and 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 my understanding of the difference between metaphor and literal and so on and so forth, like I still had a problem writing a story because I'm like, well, no, I have I have Nagash. And I'm like, I don't want it to be not Nagash. I want it to actually be him. And you know, yeah. so so he's got to be in my army for a reason. And so what's the big reason he's here? And then like trying to like solve the problem of like why the god is on on the table um i think i do like the avatar take um i do think nagash has like kind of a, a like an exception clause like where it's written in that nagash it, it basically says that nagash has a, like dozens of avatars so like we assume that like the nagash in your army is one of the avatars um but like other gods might be the god you know and it's yeah and honestly, I think Age of Sigmar having a fluidity to allow both to be true is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and Caleb, I I know you're like the the I I I appreciate your uh your your wit here. You want to use a game to play a game, ludicrous. Yeah. Um I I don't want to downplay the importance of narrative and I I this the whole reason we ended up in this rabbit hole is because I'm talking about like having the narrative be this big grandiose thing and that not every model can be as grandiose as it deserves to be based on the narrative you know and yeah. and it feels like I'm saying two completely different things that like I I'm gamer first but also I respect the narrative and, you know, I want the narrative to be grand and not be conf- bound by rules of a game. I don't want the narrative bound by rules of the game at all. Um, in fact, like I, that's disgusting to me. Like it's, it's like when you, you, when you read That'd be such a boring story. Okay. Let's go look at this war scroll. See how well they can actually right. do. Yeah. How well can... roll some dice. How many times can this model kill this model? Yeah. Before we just write anything. Yeah, and, and it's like, well, like, one clan rat could never do that, you know? And, like, when you're, like, if you're trying to write a story about your cool clan rat that you love, right? And you're like, no, he, yeah. like, and he kills a, like, the clan rat kills three bestigor, and you're like, that would never happen, right? Like, I've seen the warp scrolls, <laughs> right? Like, that would never happen, right? And, like, that's not fun. That's dumb. Like, I, I hate that kind of, like, 
you're, you're thinking about like the codified rules as a constraint on what the narrative can be, and that's kind of gross to me as a writer. Um, this is why I love Soulbound an awful lot, because like Stormcast Eternals and Soulbound, I'm like, yup, they get a bunch of extra points and better equipment than you. That's just the reality of the world. The person in your party that plays a Stormcast Eternal <laughs> is just better than you. You're, okay. like, sorry, like, they're an A-list superhero, and you're a B-list superhero. Like, they're the Justice League, you're the Justice Squad. <laughs> like, <laughs> Know your place. <laughs> or, uh, you're the Super Friends, they're the Justice League. Like, sorry. <laughs> um, um, oh no, me... Uh, me either. I just, just wait. <laughs> I take Prince uh, Pustulio. Is that a is that an Invader Zim reference? Uh, reference. Uh, I take Prince Pustulio, the charming, to every game I play. He is a mighty warrior, regardless of how he does on the table. Fair enough. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, and and I like, I do like um, how you'll have a narrative spring up for like a a model, like I had a. This is in my 40k days. Um, I had one model, one of my Vanguard veterans. It is an Invader Zim. Pustulio! <laughs> it gets, like, <laughs> hypnotic powers. Yeah. Um, right on. Right on. I see you. I respect you. Um, the uh, uh, I had this one model. This one specific model. It was my uh, my Flamer uh, Vanguard veteran um, that survived every combat the whole time. Like, every game I ever played yeah. in, like, 5th edition, this single flamer survived every one of them. And uh, I played against orcs and tyranids predominantly. And uh, my my orc player friend was like, that character should have Eternal Warrior, which was the rule at the time, which is, like, you know, can't be slain outright, effectively, or, or whatever. And um, that model right there, and, like, be, began to think about, like, the fan fiction of this, like, one, this single... What must be this this space marine that lives every time and like he's gone to he's gone to like the worst battles ever like ever <laughs> and he's still fucking alive and and thinking about like how when we play the game we also begin to like form narratives to justify why they defy the rules of the yeah. table game you know like if you have like a necromancer who necromancer bonks and kills a bloodthirster you're like. How did my necromancer bonk kill a bloodthirster? And you're starting to like try to like think through the narrative of what a, that must be. Go on. A taunt summoner killed my blood rack shrine with its little stabby stab. Mm -hmm. And on a six up, it's gone. It start of the it was a start of a triumph of treachery game. Turn one. You guys like I'm like, I was like, you're my enemy. And he came in and he's just on a six up, it's gone after I like wrecked all his demon ads. Like, just gone. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck? Well, see, that's stupid. God summoner. See, that's for me. That's part of like the, the majesty of the game itself. Is yeah, the that 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 stuff can happen, and then for me, it comes together when you begin to think about it and and like sort of make it a narrative in your head like you yeah. said you go to every tournament and you you still have a narrative you know you're still thinking about it um i do the same thing um you know i, I i've talked about before on the show to like how give yourself like if you are a narrative player give yourself a micro narrative like you know if you're like you go into the thing and i'm like this is this is this is blood kill max sword 
he is here to kill generals. And then, like, you have that one model, and you're just, like, always throwing it at people's generals throughout the tournament weekend. You can really have... Go on. That's exactly what I do. Like, I don't go to an event and think I'm going to win. I happen to go to events and take part in certain things playing top tier armies on accident because I don't I didn't know anything about it but I never go in expecting to win I go in like this is what I want to do versus in every game I want to either I want to kill their general it's all I want that's all my goal is because if I kill their general it means I win (laughs) and my general has to also be alive otherwise it's just a draw (laughs) Their army routes when I kill their general. I don't care if the, the, it's not turn five. Their army routes in my head. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like. Uh, there was um. I think it was an Australian player. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was right right around the time like Daughters of Cain had first come out. I think it was still one point And I I wasn't like super. I didn't really like know the community at that time, so I uh, like I didn't recognize names and 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 things like that yet. I um. But their their whole thing is like they're they're showing up to the tournament to have the most kill points, which I think is like super novel. I think it's really funny. I I don't like kill points factoring into score, but I do yeah. think kill points should be a separate trophy because it's just a different way to play <laughs> the game. I that's the type of person I'm. I'm like I your kill points shouldn't factor into your tournament score because kill points are divorced from how you win the game by a lot, right? Yeah, it it, it, it they're not balanced because it doesn't take into account like tanky armies or deep striking or summoning properly. Um, it's just, it's just a terrible system for scoring. Um, but it's fucking hilarious if you're like, here's the kill point trophy. (laughs) And so you only record kill points if you're going for the kill point trophy and then somebody shows up for the weekend to try to have the most kill points. That's a different way. Again, it's a different way to play the game. You're not trying to win the game. You're trying to get the kill points. And so there's this person like showed up to a tournament. They came in like 50th out of, you know, like a hundred or something like that. But they're like... (laughs) It was on the forums, and they're like, "You have that spreadsheet arranged the wrong way. You got to click where it says kill points and put the arrow at the top or whatever to show the true <laughs> tournament winner." And they had like ten thousand kill points. Like they tabled every army or like something like that. Like, and it was just like really funny. Like they showed up to only get the most kill points, and like they didn't do well in the, the whole tournament, but they like succeeded at their goal of getting the most kill points, and it wasn't even close like the next person didn't even have half it was amazing That's like awesome. and i'm like i'm like this de- first off it deserves a trophy like that's yeah. that's where i decided that kill my tournaments that i run will always have a kill point trophy that is separate from the scoring you come for the kill point trophy it's called blood <laughs> for the blood god or whatever it's like the blood for the blood god award like you were only here to to kill um <laughs> like it, so separate thing because it's it's like they had this narrative in their mind, or it, 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 they don't yeah. think of it as a narrative goal necessarily because it's points and it's scoring. But I'm like, you are here for the murder hobo trophy. Trophy, yes. <laughs> yeah. Succeeded at their goal of having fun. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Like they showed mm. up, they had their own criteria for fun that went outside of like, you know, winning necessarily or getting walking away with hardware, and they they showed up for this their own criteria for fun. And they like executed. This is this is the way. This is when you have your. I think I think narrative helps you with this. Narrative helps you set yeah. your own goals for your own engagement, your own fun. 
I've said before, and I will say again, like the 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 hill I will die upon is that Age of Sigmar. What makes it so great is that a it is a game where you get to truly curate your own experience. Yeah, who you follow on Twitter for the models, their rants, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> like that's stuff you pick and choose. Like how you read through the battle tome. If you if you read the 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 path to, to glory stuff or you skip it like if you grab it and and you you only read the narrative or you don't and you just download the war scrolls you are this is a game that has sort of the maximum agency on us the community that's why i love it that's why i kind of resist a couple like opinions when it comes to like games workshop should do more of this and games workshop should do this and that and i'm like no fuck them games workshop can fuck off release my models have coherent rule sets and like do do it sensically and like i'm gonna hold take you to task on doing that stuff as sensi- sensibly as i think is necessary but when it gets right down to it like it's like why i don't want a landline leave me alone i will <laughs> i will check my notifications when i feel like it and like yeah. that's how i feel about the game is i want i i will curate my experience i will find like-minded people to play with it just so happens like that i like i I know the tournament scene and stuff like that. I'm like, this is going to be a dope tournament. But I also show up, I'm like, my goal is to go three and two with this jank list and, like, to have fun. (laughs) You know, like, my goal is to go and, like, be in character the whole weekend where I am the most dangerous man and I am my heel persona and I'm, like, trash talking and, like, my – somebody's like, like, oh, man, I'm so – I'm like, man, I'm I'm sorry you didn't make that charge roll. I'm like, no – you do not apologize for your good fortune because I am here to destroy you. And like, you know, like having that like in care, like I, people, it, it sucks. Cause I haven't been to a tournament since like my stream blew up and like, yeah. it might ruin my ability to be in character now, you know, like, because I think most people are like, are in on the joke that I'm just, I'm just a wrestling heel. And, uh, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, it's not like I'm not me. But like I, I to t- to engage with people in a way where we're both having fun, but like I'm trying to win the game, and they get that yeah. without, you know, uh, I don't know. That's why I'm turning 3.0. I like the current rules. Leave me alone and let me play. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 with you on that. I I do like the current rules a lot and the board size. That's my biggest concern of 3.0 is board size. I don't want that to get smaller. And people keep saying it's going to get smaller. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the camp who says it's getting smaller too. Um, I'm Travis Kicker here in in chat gang. Uh, gave me the the perspective I need because for me it's a it's there are things in life that you can't change. Yeah. The only thing you can change is yourself, right? Like this is pretty you. It's 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 a boring ass cliche. Um, to to contextualize it a little bit better, the thing that you can most change isn't necessarily yourself, even it's your perspective. Yeah. So having to find a perspective to be okay with a smaller board size, I had to like I walked into the mountains. I uh I uh like I I was stared listlessly off at sunrises mm-hmm. and sunsets. I uh I went and foraged through a forest. I ate only mushrooms and like and various like uh, uh foliage that I knew happened to be ed- edible and I did this for for one solid month. Uh, I'm I'm not lying. I I actually did this. I climbed mountains and shit. 
And uh, one thing I discovered as I was bathing beneath a waterfall, obviously not being uh, dropped to my knees or crushed by the waterfall, but rather standing there uh, meditatively, I realized that I will have more room for my beer uh, mm. with a smaller table. And uh, yeah. this is the perspective I had to meditate to achieve to be okay with the, the table size changing. I spent three grand on a table that <laughs> I got to use for a very small amount of time. I am not okay with the board change. <laughs> oh, it's so it's so. I mean, that's that's the that's the other shoe though. That's the most brutal part of it is like all these tos who are invested in these mats and like yeah, they're just gonna tape. You know, like I hear the one like I'm just gonna tape it. Yeah, that it's a utilitarian solution, but you're also like taking you're ruining on purpose this thing you spent money on, right? It's like I'm just gonna like like I'm gonna like I bought like the, this nice suit. And like I, I see on like the the placard on this party I'm about to go to, it says no suits allowed. So I just tear the sleeves off, off this yeah, three thousand dollars suit. I'm like, yeah, I solved the problem, but motherfucker, I just spent three thousand dollars on the suit. And I stole, <laughs> I tore the sleeves off to solve the problem. Like so with with board site, like my my not only just buying the table. I Ooh. do love the table. It's very well made. Um, from Kelly's friend, she's a wonderful woodworker and welder certified welder wonderful um hell yeah but i also like do a they lot do they have a like an etsy book. or something like that if, if we want to shop uh, them you know god you know i'm gonna pull up their instagram their work instagram you, you can you can get it. that we can we can throw that in the show notes continue the story yeah so like it's a beautiful table but i like a lot of terrain when i play as well like i'm i went out and got the dread hold stuff <laughs> not cheap these days mind you went out and got it i ordered more of the out of print stuff because i like a lot of terrain on my board i agree you shrink the size i get less terrain it gets and it, uh, I, I like lots of terrain i like lots and lots of models like I a agree. stupid amount of models the smaller the board the less of all of this stuff gets mm -hmm. i don't like that I yeah. want grand stories. Not as grand as, like, I guess, old fantasy, but, like, reasonably well, grand. That's where I thought Age of Sigmar hit the sweet spot, personally. That was one of, like, yeah. the great appeals. Was like I'm like, I like the skirmish style, and that the armies aren't, like, like 200 models on the table. But I like 100. Yeah. Like, I'm good with 100 models on the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, can the Dreadhold... Does it even fit on the new table size? <laughs> I yeah, I, I it better. <laughs> I'd be very mad if it isn't. Uh, Tyromania. We can play two games at once at Takeover's place at Mars's place <laughs> because you have this grandiose. Table. Yeah, I, you, you will. You will. I'll be able to hold a small event now. Yeah, if with <laughs> one table you can have like yeah. a fucking round robin tournament. Um, yeah. Shameless Soul, one hundred models that covers my troops. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! I I did I did a hundred skeletons. I did a hundred skeletons for about a year and a half. I'm I'm good now. I can I can do. I'll do other stuff now. I just uh, I. For Kelly, because we're going to this narrative event, and that's what what, what is the narrative the, event, by the way, that you're going it's, to? It's uh, Battle Across the Realms, the Ren Four um, group. They're putting it on. It's it's my first one. Chuck Moore's going, so I'm gonna finally meet him. Chuck Moore likes to cosplay. Sometimes there's cosplay trophies. Go in character. 
oh, I I refuse to never. I, I will I, never go to some place not care. Yeah. We did Path to Glory locally, and I showed up with uh, Blood for the Blood God painted on my face for my daughters who came. Like, me, like me. what happened to your face? I'm like, nothing. I'm. <laughs> I can't lead this army not in blood. That's stupid. How else am I going to win? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, so it we're gonna go to that, but uh Kelly doesn't really like to paint, so I had to paint eighty one ghouls for her in like two days. I'm like this This would look this eight. Cause she likes to play Morgaunt, the the flesh eater courts that just bring in ghouls. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. Just overwhelm yeah. people with the ghouls. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah Morgaunt more like more ghoul. Ghouls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah, and eighty is the low number. She's like, not, not. I'll, I'll not bring as many ghouls as I normally want, so you don't have to paint them all. Because we're looking at like, we're looking at like one twenty. She's like, no, I'll, I'll bring more horrors and a terror guys instead. I'm like, okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, I like. I do. I want. I want the game to be varied. I think variety is the spice of life in in all senses. Like I like diversity of models. I like diversity of people. I like diversity of representation. This is a common thread throughout the Mephisto verse. Um, like I want to see the Monster Mash army, and I want to see a hundred twenty uh, boys on the table. Like I want a game where all that stuff, uh, like a hundred ghouls. Like I want a game where you can be the the six monster trucks you can be 50 elite troops or you can be 120 i want a game where all that stuff is relatively acceptable like it it not like it it, obviously like depending on certain factors like one's going to be better than the other the the point is is that i show up with 120 you know gits or i show up with like six monster trucks or i show up with 50 elite troops and none of us feel like idiots playing that way yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's my my dream is that you're able to do that. And and 2.0 actually walked a, a little bit back from mass hordes. As proven yeah. by the stats recently that show Sons of Bahamut with a higher win rate than Seraphon. <laughs> I I we what we started seeing that stuff in uh Wrath of the Ever chosen with uh Knights of the Empty Throne, right? Yeah. That's when they first started like, doing that. Yeah. And I love it. I love these mechanics that do it. Like, I remember people talking about like, how broken all... Of course, everybody's... That's the first thing anybody says when they see something new. It's going to be broken. Yeah, it's broken. Mm. Well, Git. When Gits, when they're talking about the Bad Moon, like, oh, that's broken. They're going to be so overpowered. I remember yeah. Boingy Boys. I remember seeing Boingy Boys stats, and I remember Vince being like, these are OP. And I was just like... Yeah. I remember that distinctly, and he's he's walked it back. He says we all have something that flies under our radar or something that we're wrong on, which is, yeah, um, like yeah, one hundred percent. Like we're all, none of us are perfect. No human being on the planet Earth is perfect, except for um, uh, except for Neil Patrick Harris and yeah. and Nathan Fillion. Like those are two perfect humans. You're right. Never um, mind. It's not me. It's definitely them. <laughs> but um (laughs) um (laughs) but uh yeah like none of us are we all we all make mistakes but this this notion that we jump to like this is op before we've even played against it or whatever and i think the empty throne is 
the ugh, there is some there is some shit in there. The the six inch pylons that you can get, like there is some stuff, man. Um, but go on, continue your point. Sorry, I was we just I was just talking about how we how we just saw that, and then I kind of got sidetracked with the OP the ar- thing. Army st- yeah, yeah, army styles. I mean, yeah, OP. Uh, well, yeah, it's really just the OP thing I was trying to talk about. Like that's, I guess. Sons of actually, I liked how people were talking about how bad Sons of Behemoth was going to be. <laughs> this is the exact opposite reaction. Like, we how good here on Rantcast never said they were going to be yeah. bad. Thank you. No, um, no, you haven't. But like a lot of a uh, lot, a lot of the talking heads and a lot of Facebook and Twitter that you'd see, I, I like, heard it was when, the worst battle time ever released. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> see how good it's doing. It's just I like, and I'm guilty of probably overreacting but again i do not like the name perfect strike on anything that isn't slanesh it seems very insulting no, i get you yeah but but yeah when i looked at him like this is bullshit like why didn't i get that option i would have liked that option I, that's i know it's not a good option but i wanted it to, to validate you a little bit and everybody who like your initial read or your your first blush in in because this is a narrative episode so i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to talk about writing and art and stuff um there is a uh there is a a old like a uh, a uh, 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 art critic from like the 19th century or, or or whatever um who says that the purest reading of a of a work is the first reading that you have um and that is like when we talk about authorial intent like what did the author intend Right. Yeah. the The first read you get is the is the is the best read because you don't know anything necessarily about the author, or maybe you do. Uh, so you get some extra context that you know when you read some stuff. But the first read that you have is is the that is the purest acceptance and that is the purest art that you're going to get. Yeah. And then after that, we overanalyze ourselves into oblivion. Um, like. I kind of believe that a little bit because I'm an emotional individual. Like I, my first, my first reaction is usually like a kind of an emotional one. I'm a very reasonable individual. I think I'm pretty logical and I, I engage my higher brain functions an awful lot, but my first blush is an emotional response. Like, yeah, I, I think it's only human to be that way. Um, so when something comes out, like I'm going to go emotional first, like I'm going to have the anger, happiness, joy, whatever my emotion is, right? Like I'm going to get that initial emotion. And then I'm going to need to, like, mull it over for a little bit. I'm going to need to spend a day with my emotions, read it, reread it, read other people's reactions. And then I'm going to come to, like, to contradict my earlier point where the purest reading of a, of a text is <laughs> your first one. And then I'm going to come to what I think is, like, the better position. Yeah. And I, I bring up both of these to point out that, like, your first blush reading of something is valid. Don't discount yourself. Mars, I'm saying that to you, and I'm saying that to all the chat gang and anyone who happens to be wandering by this VOD on YouTube or Spotify or whatever. Like, your initial response is valid, but I think it's worthy to investigate why your initial response is that way. And then you're going to distill something, one, about yourself, and two, about, like, the people you know and the world around you. I think that that is the way to be a decent human honestly like ha- yeah. feel the way you feel initially you know if it's vitriolic if it's 
rough. Why do you feel that way? Right? Like, give yourself, let yourself feel that emotion too, by the way. All kinds of bad stuff happens. We kind of talked about it before. Like, if people just, you know, world leaders just fucked and got it over with, right? Like, yeah, um, it, ha, ha, ha. That was a bad callback because I was, like, already ashamed of that section of the, con- of the conversation tonight. But That but, was the best part. But a lo- World leaders banging. Yeah, world leaders banging. Yeah. Um, but a lot of bad comes from refreshing your initial emotional response. You got to let yourself feel it and go through it. And then from there, like, engage that 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 higher brain function and, and process again yeah, i think that first blush read is valid so when you read like these motherfuckers have perfect strike motherfucker yeah. like you know like that that's a fine way to feel go on oh uh, i still feel that way still feel that <laughs> way because those motherfuckers shouldn't have perfect strike <laughs> fuck them yeah no. and and they shouldn't be the fastest that's whole slanesh thing fuck them for that too yeah but when i sat back and looked at the rules i'm like ah that they yeah. eh, it's yeah. whatever yeah but the names and the speed stat fuck them that's <laughs> mine that is mine they stole it and i will not let that go no no you're, you're the rest legit. of it's fine and i think i think the problem though with uh people in the whole op or saying something's garbage right away before playing against it is because they do go with that first blush read and that's where they leave it mm. And they don't they don't look into it more like they may act like they read it more and think about it more, but really they're not leaving that emotional state where like, oh no, this right. is straight up trash or this is right. so broken. It was like we this is a snippet of one thing that we haven't seen how it plays with everything else yet. And despite we've us all being wrong countless times before, especially in like these little previews about how good or bad something is. Yeah. We still think we're right yeah. when we make these emotional well, calls. Well, the the problem with the that sort of second blush reading is that we usually the second blush reading is usually to find stuff that supports my initial feeling. Yeah. Right. And so, like, this is bullshit, and so now I'm going to look for the stuff that supports this is bullshit. Why is this bullshit? That fucking name. And so we reinforce why it's bullshit, and then yeah. like, and then we get, and then we've like, I engaged my second tier functions. Like, I'm no, this is objective yeah. now. I, I got out of the my, my frivolous emotional state and then I objectively looked at it to find why it's bullshit. Like Which, that's not that, objectivity. That's, <laughs> that's not objectivity. It wasn't a that's why I didn't say a second blush read or anything. That's why I said they haven't left that emotional right. state. They, they, they're still there. Despite what they tell themselves. There's an illusion there's an illusion of objectivity but yeah. it's it's cognitive bias operating as critical thought. And this is a problem in society is like we have an abundance of information so you can cherry pick the information that supports your cognitive bias. And like, yeah, it's really, really funny to me when a game that is when a game like Age of Sigmar that that has such a drip feed of information uh, to its discredit, by the way, this is the thing I hate the most about Games Workshop. This is the thing I'll criticize the most is that they're not more transparent with us. Um but like yeah. with a game with a game that has this incomplete of information at all times in the through the release process and that is very bad at internalizing because of how long it takes to play games to get practical experience like that we we have these like line in the sand opinions so thoroughly everyone wants to be right everyone wants to get their hot take out there everyone wants to like be valid in their their emotion and you sh- again what you feel is is worthy Feel what you feel, process it, and stuff like that. Just don't like lock into it for your for, from a misinterpreting in 
uh, with yeah. objectivity, misinterpreting objectivity, and then it's it's just cognitive bias that you're reinforcing. That's the problem. Um, you know, we all do it. Um, I still think I'm right about Petrifex Elite. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm not I'm not Neil Patrick Harris. I'm I'm I am imperfect. One <laughs> we can all hope to become Neil Patrick yeah, Harris. Yeah, to be a more more like NPH. We can all only hope aspire to it really. Like um <laughs> Caleb hot take everyone is too focused on hot takes. I love the irony in the statement, but yeah, no, also, and also the truth. It's it's Yeah, no, true. it's totally true. I, I was since I am starting this YouTube channel and I did I did make one one hot take video. And technically it wasn't a hot take video, it's just the title. That's fine. But I was thinking about like, do I want to do like I, I have things I wanna say, but do I really wanna do I really wanna have a hot take and be like that? Like I've watched a lot of people say a lot of things already and I'm like and I usually watch all their stuff later. I'm like, wow, you just look like an asshole right now. Mm. Maybe we should have just come at this at a more calmer time instead of blurting everything out right away. To, to, to be fair, um, there is a uh, as you're you're allowed some 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 growth and exploration. You know, yeah. I I only. I, uh, if you go and read, like, some of my blog posts, which, like, predate YouTube and shit, like, God, why, why did I get on YouTube early to be with the, like, angry video game nerd and Jim Sterling and stuff? Um, uh, right. <laughs> I was on Kotaku early, too. Oh, fuck. Um, if you read some of my old stuff, I was very much an outrage merchant. Like, I was the, like, angry, like, mistaking negativity for criticism type yeah. of person where like I'm, I'm like I can tear down anything by focusing on the wrong thing and like now like as a as I've gone through Age of Sigmar like I, I'm like I am not that guy anymore and I take it as a I, I take it as a point of pride that I'm not because I worked through that stuff early on yeah so when I got onto the thing that I truly love with every fiber of my being I'm not still going through those motions of like the sort of outrage merchant that I was before. I, yeah, I just, I don't, I just don't want to be a part of that. Is this what it is? I don't want to go through that growth process. I just want to try to skip it. Nah, it's going to happen anyway, though. Sorry. I love that he's frozen. No. He's fr- no. <laughs> no, there you go. <laughs> no, you're back now. Um, no, like, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's fine. Like, I, I hot take to. Oh, no, stop like, it. <laughs> no, I, I hot take to, yeah. like, I've got my, like, my hot takes and, and, uh, you know, I, I get into my impassioned rants. Rantcast isn't called Rantcast because, like, yeah, we're long-winded here. I I think there's a difference between a rant, uh, what a hot take is, and what everybody else calls a hot take. Mm-hmm. A lot of hot takes are, like, that's held by a lot of people to begin with. Yeah, well, I mean, there's and an there's irony what, in saying it to begin with, right? Like, yeah. hot take incoming, and then you say something that's lukewarm. Yeah. yeah. And then, like ranting and being passionate about something that's that's not having a hot take that's being passionate and ranting mm-hmm. then there's the hot takes like you're just saying this just to get a reaction just, yeah. yeah and that's and i and i don't want to do that like I, I a lot of people in the in the community i'm not going to say they do it to do to get a reaction but like they feel like they need to get a reaction 
or something mm-hmm. to like feel justified in how they feel so they put it out there <laughs> i love this sidebar conversation going on in chat gig right now i'm sorry not yeah. i don't want to every time um, it freezes i look over and read it it's uh, great. i'll come back to you <laughs> in a second but in case someone's on pure audio and they don't get to see the the conversation going on um uh yeah uh, shameless you got some uh prep stuff i i don't think i uh, yeah, you rated me before, so thank you again for that. Um, Lumineth Meme Lord are for the players that hate dice rolling. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> ability, yeah. Uh, another problem with uh, so much information uh, and a lot of the time, a site you use for your source will often cherry pick to their target audience. So you're getting like a yeah. distillate of a distillate of some sort of corrupt, not, I don't want to say corrupt source, but like, you're biased. Some bi- yeah, you're just getting like a, a like a super distilled bias that's just going to reinforce yeah. your bias even even more. that that's why I try to uh, the my seven deadly sins episode I spent a lot of time talking about Cartesian doubt and first principles uh, yeah because like I don't as a person I what I think I think very strongly I don't arrive on any opinion I have lightly there's some that I I like it's like pepper like pineapple on pizza. Really fun to have a strong opinion on that, right? Because ultimately, in an immediate sense, it doesn't hurt anybody what I believe on that. You know, you say that till we're on a desert island, and I'm certain setting people up whether they like pepper, pineapple on their pizza or not. And if you like it on there, you're getting eaten first. That's just how it works. <laughs> like, well, but uh, that's because uh, that's because I'll be sweeter with the pineapple juices in my body. Yeah. Exactly. You're not thinking too far ahead, yeah, are you? No. Is that what it is? Safety. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not Nagashian in my in my thoughts <laughs> for this one. Um, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but no, like like it's for me. It's fun to have strong opinions on things that don't matter. You know, yeah. like it's 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 fun to like think of to think about them really empirically and how I land on that like thought process and like how I get to like having a strong opinion about. It. Like I I don't think anything lightly, but on the flip side, I try really hard to tell people that I am telling you what I think but trying to equip you with the ability to figure out what you think because I don't want you to think what I think I want you to think what you think I don't want you to walk away from my show and regurgitate my opinions because I said something like oh that was brilliant and like that's like and then you just like use what I say as shorthand for what you think I see this happen too much with content creators and it's like yeah and I'm like I don't want that to happen with my stuff so i i spend a lot of time trying to like be very conscientious of this you know i like i'll give you my hot take on pineapple and on pizza and then you can go and regurgitate that but the shit that like changes like affects people's lives and you know gameplay if i'm changing the game because like i just think techless is a piece of shit um i'm gonna feel bad about that because like i think it because all of these reasons but they're not real reasons that's just yeah. information I've focused on because, yeah, yeah, I have biases I indulge in a game that I enjoy for the the things that I I focus on for enjoyment of it. Um, yeah, and I th- I think that that whole regurgitating is a very good point. Like I remember a couple of years ago when the the whole list making thing was big. Yeah, for the meme, and I it's like AS, so one one of the content creators made a list. And like, ah, oh, this is just my opinion and stuff. I'm like, well, I went on Facebook and they're literally having like full on racial name calling mm. over this stuff. Mm. Like, 
it may be your opinion, but like people are watching you and taking it seriously and having fights. Yes. Over it. yes. Like it's yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird when people start like really taking what you say to heart and thinking it's fact. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I um I I will cite facts, but the ultimate opinion or conclusions I draw are mine, not what yeah. you should draw. You know, like this is that Cartesian doubt like like doubt everything until you can't doubt it anymore and then build back up from where you think. I it, it's something I um Pineapple on pizza matters if you're allergic to pineapple. It's true. And That's, I would have yeah. and I would have a different opinion on pineapple on pizza were I allergic to it. Or if I had somebody over at my house and they're like, yo, I'm allergic to pineapple, then I'm like, guess what? Right now, pineapple on pizza is wrong. That is a wrong decision. Like, that is the wrong opinion to have in this moment because we have information that is more pertinent than me just trolling Mars. (laughs) Fair. I'd just kick you outside. If you're allergic to pineapple, you gotta go out. We're eating it. I don't even like pineapple on my pizza, but now I have to eat it because you can't. Like, <laughs> I'll let you know how great it is. <laughs> like I love that though. I see, but I—that's the shit I love. Like I like I like a, the sort of like there's like a banter and a trolling, and there's like there is some of the like the internet culture that I, I like love the the like when it's innocuous when it doesn't matter and you're trolling. Yeah. You know, like that's the kind of shit I find funny. You know. Um, it's it's the stuff that fucks with people's lives that I don't find funny anymore. And gaming yeah. and enjoyment is you're fucking with people's, you know, like that's yeah. the stuff I don't, you know, when an army's about to come out and you're just like, this army's NPE. Before you've even seen the, all the rules. Like, yeah. like you have just affected how the community is going to react to that army one way or another. Because you have people who, who take everything you say as gospel in, in your yeah. community, right? Then you have people who are natural contrarians, so whatever you say, they automatically believe the opposite, right? And then you have yep. people who, like, you know, like, whatever you say is going to affect... Yeah. Is going to affect that, like, like, once you get to a certain status of content creator. Uh, yeah. I made the mistake of thinking that I say stuff and nobody hears me very early on. Like, I know we're 92 episodes in, and I'm like, yeah, obviously, like, I have... I don't have the pull of, like, an Honest War Gamer or an AOS coach or a Vince Venturella or, like, a Doug from 2 Plus stuff, obviously, clearly. All right, I'm not yeah. even just talking about raw numbers. Uh, I don't present myself, like, that type of content. You know, like, we're, we talk about – we spend three hours talking about, like, how world problems could be solved if the leaders just fucked on my show. Like, I, yeah. I am not that type of content uh, to begin with. So even if I had that viewership base, you know – but but like at a certain point you gotta understand that like I do understand that I say stuff and then people take it to heart. And it rewired my brain in how I communicate in my life. Checking uh, what I'm saying is you made me a better person because I realized that well, what I say matters, even when I thought it didn't. Yeah. And so I'm just always cognizant of that. And I think other content creators not I don't think they all make this mistake. And this is not just with with Warhammer. This is in general, like your favorite general, YouTuber yeah. and stuff. We all need to be aware that once we we have the hubris and the moxie and the good looks, you know, to to put our face and our and our and our thoughts out there on a platform that can potentially reach millions, you know, like yeah, you, you gotta have some onus over what you say. You simply must, and and you need to communicate 
better. Yeah. And that, I mean, I get, I get why people don't want to do that. Cause you know what? That bad every right to feel how they feel and say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at, at, at the end of the day, like you, you can do that, but you should probably be aware of what damage you might be doing when you do it. Right. I like the pineapple on pizza going. I love I love that pineapple on pizza has become a shorthand for an unproductive conversation, but people have such passionate takes on it. This is this, this is why I love I don't this. Know why you say it's unproductive? I know what type of person you are now. I know everything I, about you. I'm team your, I'm your team preference. pineapple on pizza, by the way. And that's how I know you're not going to live. <laughs> I I the have chips are down. I, you're dead, and I'm eating you. Yeah, that's how it goes down. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's all right, that's man. Where we're at. That's all right. I and I will die happy knowing that my existence sustained others. Because I'm yeah. I'm an that's altruist. I'm apple talking. Yeah, yeah. No, I I uh, <laughs> I made homemade pizza yesterday. I made a, uh, yeah. a pepperoni, uh, mushroom, and green olive pizza, and I made a Hawaiian pizza. The two. I was totally in control. Of making those pizzas, one hundred percent. I made the fucking dough. I like smushed it out. I uh, you know needed it and let it rise and and uh, and and I I bought the pizza sauce. I didn't home make pizza sauce. I don't always got time for that shit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Selected my cheese blends and my toppings and I and and I'm like I have this moment where I'm like I want two pizzas because we have a family and this is how many pizzas we need and I'm like I'm gonna make one that's got the toppings I like. And my yeah. kids hate hate mushrooms. I don't hate, fuck you when you buy the stuff. Your, you, your kids are smart. Yeah, <laughs> know how to eat. That's brutal. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I don't get the mushroom hate. I, I get the pineapple hate. But so I, I did all that stuff, and I want you to know that I preemptively made that pineapple pizza, knowing I was going to tonight talk about pineapple on pizza. I want you to know that I'm the bad guy. I I you want are. to haunt your dreams. I want you to dream tonight. You're going to bed, and I'm playing the army you hate the most in Age of Sigmar, whatever that may be. I hope it's some Pineapple. death army. And then, as I'm doing it, and as I'm declaring my like my victory conditions, I pull out just a big, dripping, ooey-gooey slice of pizza, and it's got pineapple right on top. And I'm like, oh, you, I made this, you know? And I'm just, like, chewing, and I'm smacking in your ear. So I'm even chewing in your ear as I do it, which is another thing that people hate. Just fucking chewing noises. You're welcome. <laughs> Oddly enough, I like pineapple by itself. Just, and I've never actually had it on pizza, but I know, I know deep down in my heart, it does not belong there. It just It just doesn't. <laughs> Keep your fruit off my pizza. You mean tomato sauce? You want t- the tomato kept off your pizza? Interesting. Everybody knows tomato is not a real fruit. It's just, <laughs> it's just adopted into the fruit family. <laughs> Um, Get out of here. <laughs> Complex tastes aren't for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but do we have Mega Blocks and Lego data? I mean, Lego wins. It's, you know, they, they've that's just... Not, that's not even... Yeah, there's, there, that's not controversial. that? Yeah. Hubris, moxie, good looks. <laughs> that's like asking if a hot dog is a sandwich or not. Like Pineapple, sausage, and jalapeno. Hmm. I mean, I try it once. But like, I don't know. Interesting. Nah, you shouldn't try it at all. There's pineapple on there. Uh, now, I'm gonna save you. 
Uh, I'm rolling. Uh, so so here's the trolley car thing. Uh, if I ended up in a binary between choosing Elvis or Beatles, I'd say the Rolling Stones, and just like look at you. Um, Elvis or the Beatles? Like you had to pick. Or Johnny the Cash? Like no, like which one of them? I am I like a stand for? Like I'm a Johnny None. Cash and Rolling Stones guy. Uh, no, I'm not. I don't, I don't care. You know, <laughs> I like music, but it's it's okay. I'm not I'm not standing for any music. Any band. <laughs> uh, Leo, team no pineapple, but only because I have really brutal aversion to a lot, a fucking lot of food, and pineapple is one of them. Dude, like you gotta throw the you gotta throw the the magic shrooms on your peach. Microdose it, you know, layer it in with some like portabellas, and then like see see Jesus or whatever, like or whatever your deity is. Buddha. Um <laughs> it follows all the genetic markers of fruit. Get the fuck out, you're adopted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I that... could go for pizza without tomato sauce. What? The sauce. Ew. The sauce is the best part for me. Get it. Yeah. The sauce and the cheese. Like honest my favorite part is the crust. Crust? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. I eat the pizza to get to the delicious crust. If you put cheese in the middle of that crust, oh, I'm happy all day. Yeah. Yeah, see, see, sh uh, Shameless Soul saw that I defeated the trolley problem that was set up earlier between, like, uh, Beatles and Elvis. Like, Johnny yeah. Cash is the correct answer. Yeah, it is. Uh, Cash mean, is king. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any strong opinions about bands or music. So Weird. That's so weird to me. When I meet people that, like, I'm not a music person, I'm like, what? Like, how could you not, oh. like... Oh, go ahead. I go like ahead. I like music. I enjoy listening to music, but like I'm not gonna be like, oh, this play this person's so great, better than anybody. It's all good. I'm like back in when I was younger, I was like, oh, this type of country sucked or anything. But now I'm all I'm like, yeah, put it on, man. I'll listen to it. I'll like it. I'll enjoy it. Let's experience it. Whatever. Yeah, I've I've gotten a lot more eclectic as I've gotten older. I was like the super like opinionated music guy, and as I got older, like. I didn't care about that so much. Um, like, I like live music a lot, and it almost doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Like, it's it's a Wedding Crashers thing. Like, if it's a live band, like, whatever. Just play whatever. I, I don't... If it's live yeah. music, like, if they're assuming a level of competency where they've, like, practiced and they play live music well, if it's a cover band, I don't give a shit. I love, like, live music. I can just go and just sit and listen to live music. And, and if you can't listen to live music, you're like, I don't really care for live music. First off... Uh, we've found the aliens. They've been with us all along. Um, but second off, uh, I'm going to give you a trick for enjoying all live music. Watch the drummer. That's that's the key. You watch the drummer and watch the bassist's face. Those two things. Switch back and forth between the bassist's face and the drummer, and you'll always be entertained. <laughs> like, you, the bassist is just making the, like, most grotesque, dirty face. Like, like they're, they're chewing on pineapple pizza, and they disagree with it. Like just like, and that's their bassist, and we call it the dirty face. They'll just, and then the drummer is usually just like some like exaggerated like craziness, like it's fantastic. <laughs> it. I don't know who doesn't like live music. I don't know. <laughs> I, I go, know. I go and try to make a mosh pit in any time. I'm at any type of music, music like it's it doesn't matter covers, what it is. Just like yeah, thrash around and like yeah, smack, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. 
No, I, I approve of this. Uh, Shorty Paints uh, saying BBQ sauce on pizza works with sautéed onions and chicken. You're not wrong, but you know what's in That's barbecue true. sauce? Tomatoes. Uh, the crust and cheese are the best. I mean, uh, I, I've never really met a pizza I didn't like. To, to be honest, I'm I'm a big 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 pizza fan. I just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just warped my entire psyche. I'm, I wish we had this conversation about 40 minutes ago where I could still put an order in for pizza. Oh, yeah, I'm a monster. Like close 26 minutes ago. I'm going to go new. I'm going to, right after the show goes, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go uh, uh, turn the oven back on and lay the the slices of pizza I made right on the rack. And, and I got bagel bites. I know what I'm doing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're technically for Kelly tomorrow when she goes out to work, but I'm just going to go to the store in the morning. You replace them. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've tried that before. Um, <laughs> She'll end up with more than what she had in there, so I don't think she can complain. Um, let's see. We try to avoid the lizard people people thing because it's it's a dog whistle for hating Jewish people. Um, if you didn't know, is obviously, it really, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, the lizard people is like uh, you know, lizard lizard people control, and then like everyone that they usually name in their conspiracy theories are all Jewish. So uh, I didn't think any like actual person believed that. Or- yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just—I thought it was a fun joke saying the lizard people control thing, like lizard alien. Thing. Yeah, and now it's Why ruined. Are gonna ruin everything. Yeah, I know, I know. That's the thing is, like, when somebody says that, I'm just like, oh, um, like, not sure if, not sure if unaware or, and like, I, I don't bad faith believe people say stuff. Usually, I default to good faith until you start to prove to me otherwise. Um, so it's like, I'm like. Like, okay, real quick, I'm like, do I, you know, okay, no, you're on the level. But, like, for that moment, you have to go, not sure if, and then you, like, and then my my good faith interpretation of people comes through and and stuff. But it is one of those dog whistles that you got to be aware of. Yeah, I I didn't know that. I watched a debunking channel that, like, takes a lot of, like, crazy Oh, I love conspiracy theories, though, too. I like, like, whenever he talks about they, he's like, oh, yeah, me and the other lizard people is talking about himself, so I'm like, Oh, this is a fun little thing. Oh, yeah. This, uh, there's yeah. a there's a tattoo yeah. guy who like he got like collagen injections into his lip and he sliced his tongue and stuff like that. And he's yeah. like, I love lizards. Clearly, that person's not like anti-Semitic. They just really do love lizards. But you well, no, be- I mean, like, go ahead. The, the guy, the guy was like, he's riffing on like him and part of like the the overall they and conspiracy theories are the lizard people controlling the world he's like yeah me and the lizard people are taking over the world type of thing i was like oh i thought it was just fun i didn't makes me really upset because i I learning people use that a lot more i'm like yes let's get people let's get the conspiracy nuts actually believing this yeah dive in yeah yeah i ruined it i'm sorry i checking i didn't want to ruin it for you i just this is just just be you know like be aware like um it's Intent behind words are way more important than the words, by the way, and clearly the intent here wasn't malicious, and, and I don't think anybody thinks that. But it, but it, it's just my brain. I, I've maybe I've had too much beer. I'm like, oh yeah, hey, that's a dog whistle. Like no, I, I, mean, act- I think I actually guide the moment. I'm sorry, it was. <laughs> it's important to know, like sadly, like because if somebody's passing by, like looking through a video, and somebody says it or overhears it, it yeah. could cause problems because. You know, if you don't know, right, and somebody doesn't care if you don't know, well, 
and I, I pointed out for the very the 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 bare minimum if some yeah. like radical sort of fascist person who who hears that as a dog whistle is passing by my channel and they hear it and they're like Mephisto's on my level of fascism like I just yeah. want you to be like, no I'm not like I'm I'm not I I hate just, fascists and yeah so got it like i'd never want to like throw out that fucking bat signal and get all the fucking weirdo fascists watching me i'm wearing a rainbow skull shirt for crying out loud <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah twitch could be crazy it's it's yeah. just I, I never want to be like i'm courting that audience like i'm I like i, I it's it, it's not about for like i i'm a leftist that you know i'm pretty open about what i believe but i'm also pretty open to like hearing people out there's just i have a a line in the sand that i draw and it's between you know like hating people and stuff like it's i know we, it's a really harsh line to draw where i'm like hey i think we should love and respect each other and you're like yeah but i think we should hate at least these people i'm like yeah i don't compromise on that like we shouldn't hate anybody um okay except, but Except fascists. We can hate fascists. Well, well, we don't hate them, but we just really don't like them and want to exclude them from everything. That's okay, too, right? Uh, 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 no. 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 no, that's, no. no it's... Yeah. I, I bring it up because that's what my brother tried to do. He's like, I don't hate these people, but they shouldn't be around. Like, man, you're not saying anything different right now. <laughs> Like, like, I don't hate them. I just don't think they're valid as a person. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I'd prefer hate. Yeah. At least you're wasting. Wait, at least then they're a person. Yeah, like at least they're a person now. And like I know that if you hate them, you're just like seething inside. And so like there's a little bit of like a, a karmic justice there where you have to like spend your time. Oh, I fucking hate this thing. Yeah. You know, like. Just <laughs> the, the shit weird ugh, the yeah, people yeah people. no yeah. i know i know so that's a great way to end rant cast tonight everybody don't be a shit uh <laughs> did not touch on oleander and bellacor Ooh. becoming a cool team because we did touch on how the cross factions are interlocking and i like that chaos and death were like let's team up for a little bit fuck all the mortal people and that's the lesson we should take away from this yeah all the mortal people yeah like but literally <laughs> fuck them right like yeah consensually, oh, yeah, no, all, consenting all, adults consen mind you like literally consenting adults banging each other yeah. will solve all the world's problems yeah yeah guaranteed <laughs> get lock all the world leaders together world hunger could be solved like hey blowies and food that's what we need to work on today we need to figure it out how are we solving these issues like this has been a roller coaster of Ratcast. This is. <laughs> I like how both always in both episodes I've been on, sexual. A little bit. I'm starting to sense. I, I I'm thinking it's you and not me. A little bit on this one. By the I'm way, I'm thinking it's the sexual tension we're feeling. That's what it is. It's right the sexual there. tension yeah. between you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. We we'll, we'll just need to get locked in a room. Yeah. All. Yeah. Like as world leaders. <laughs> Because then as we can, leaders, yeah. then our then our frolicking can can solve some world hunger and some shit. Yeah, instead of just the tension part. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any uh, any uh, thing you want to uh, put on blast? Shout out to or or uh, any uh, final digital soapbox moments? No, I mean I got my YouTube channel. If you'd be so kind to go to Take Over Mars and subscribe, any of you, 
And I did send you the link to uh, Meredith's online store. She does a lot of cool jewelry, welding stuff. And if if you want anything, like you just hit her up and she could probably make it for you. I, I got stools coming this July for my table that might need to be cut in half now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I might, I might, I might hit her up for like a, like, I need like a Mephisto bling, I think, you know, like, I, I haven't talked to her about making anything specifically like that, but I'm may, I, I may be speaking out of turn, but if you can think it, she can make it. Yeah. Go ahead and name the wildest thing in the world. Yeah. She'll make it. Yeah, right you want on. a rocket? She'll get it for you. Yeah, meth bling on a bike chain. There you go. That's that's the merch. I, that's the merch world I want to live in. Um, and any last yeah. uh, soapbox moments? Any anything you want to say to chat gang? Anything you want to get off your chest? Nah, I love you all. You guys have been great, can, wonderful people. Can you link your YouTube? I think that that we want to get a. I I always look for Takeover Mars, that's and there's like two of you. Nope, I found the right one this time. Look at you what? beating the algorithm. Nice. Yeah. On here. Yeah, get riggedy wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, algorithm. there we go. Yeah, suck it, algorithm. There is an, there's yeah. another takeover Mars with more subscribers on me. Don't worry, you came up first this time, though. That's not okay. Yeah. I might have to subscribe to them, though, just to... Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Takeover that Mars. Single Battle? word. There it is. Um, so Mars does a lot of lore, a uh, 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 lot of lore videos for Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Um, you've actually been at a, a like a really decent pace. Um, you know, one week ago, three weeks ago, three weeks ago, three weeks ago. So clearly, you had like a good chunk of time there. Four weeks ago, it's yeah, been a pretty good good pace. Um, yeah, I hit finals week and leading up to finals week, so it's been yeah, yeah, yeah n- nothing wrong with that. Like we all, uh, we all have like uh, real lives here. Uh, you know it. it Look, Age of Sigmar is a close second to reality, right? Like, you, you gotta... Very close. Unfortunately, <laughs> reality kind of first, because if I don't appease reality, I can't buy Age of Sigmar. Yeah. I don't like how the, I don't like how reality keeps getting in the way. But... Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> I'll deal with it. <laughs> All right. And uh, I... I have, of course, been the Magical Mr. Mephisto. You have been watching AOS Rantcast. Uh, you can... You know, you don't have to like or subscribe, but uh, I appreciate y'all being here. Um, you do. You are, do again, chat gang. You're the show within the show. You're the reason I do this thing. Uh, you know, drink your milk, pay your taxes, be excellent to each other, always. And be kind Always. Always. That's it. You can solve a lot with kindness. It goes a long way. So, good night, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>